Well, Suzuki. shout out to all the e- meat eaters and all the non meat eaters. We're kind of split in the middle today, which, mm. you know, Peter's finally got someone yeah, on the side. Big up on my plant eaters as well. Big up on the plant eaters. Yeah, man. That might be the title of the episode still. Big up on the plant eaters. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 50 of the Rams Like Dimes podcast with your boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. You. And myself, Yemi. And today we have a special guest, our third guest in a row. He is a London-born Birmingham raised MC who combines laid back jazzy boom bap beats with potent lyricism for his own brand of UK hip hop. We welcome Kofi Stone to the podcast today. How you doing, bro? Yo, what's good, man? I'm good, I'm good. Good, 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 good. We need some applause, man. Applause, applause, applause. Some sort of sound effects. Should I just add it to the post pod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, In the background, it just emphasizes. I feel you, I feel you. But thank you for coming down, Kofi, man. We really appreciate it, especially for our landmark 50th episode. So appreciate you, man. Oh, I love, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Boys, how we doing? Yeah, man. All good, brother. How are you, man? I'm here, man. Chilling. Chilling. To be honest, I'm getting sick of seeing your faces. I'm not kind of lie. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's been, it's been a lot of episodes. It's, 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 it's been a lot of episodes. Like three back weeks back. in a row, it feels like. Listen, man, we're working. We're like working. Fourth, yeah, third, fourth, yeah. 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 Yeah, actually, yeah. Mad. When you deep it, but hey, we move, man. Mohammed, how are you? Chilling. Working. Same shit. Repeat whatever I say the last three weeks and use them again, <laughs> man. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. I only asked you how you are. I didn't ask how your week was. Yeah. Oh, how am I? Yeah. I'm alive. I'm chilling. Good. Healthy. Sometimes. Well, not always. Yeah, like if I order 20 nuggets, that's not healthy. Yeah, for real. I ordered 20, 20 nuggets this week. I'm and I made chicken sandwich, man. I'm proud of you. I thought to treat myself. But How did you guys feel when you guys had that? What, 20 nuggets? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So good here's the, the thing. So my routine these days is I wake up, I'll do maybe like, I'll do a bit of yoga, hour, uh, half an hour, yoga. Then Down I'll have facing like, dog and that. Downward facing dog and that. Uh, plank as well, hella planks. Um, and then I'll have like a smoothie. Mm. And then I'll have like apple, banana, orange, you know what I mean? Do a couple press ups. And then. How many press ups? Boy, like 20. Okay. I can't do that many, to be honest. Mm. I'm not that strong. But planks help that. Mm. Um, and then order lunch, and you can munch as much as you can, and I feel great afterwards. Good, man. I mean, it's good to hear that you know, you're know you incorporating more healthy living, wholesome living as well. So. Mm. Wholesome you know what I mean? living. It's good, man. Keep it up. That. I respect that. Mohammed, what about you? Uh, we well, know Mohammed. How, how do you feel after? I wake up, jump in the shower, work, order my these, get back to work. Wish I had a great story. Any plans to like you. switch that up? Um, do you want the long answer or the short answer? Long. No. Um, short. Short. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm chilling, man. Um, but we don't like twenty nuggets. Just no, Peter's a, you know, we know Peter, man. It's not <laughs> no, twenty like, nuggets. Nuggets are a blessing. Yeah, man. like bro, I really think it's been touched by something. It might have crack. crack in it, yeah. It's definitely crack. crack. There's definitely crack chips. in the nuggets. You, no one can tell you McDonald's chips don't have. Bro, well, I've been a minute since I've touched McDonald's. What about their bro. chips? That even to be fair, I stopped eating meat in it. Yeah, my but, guy. But, but, but yeah, but I did. Yeah. I, the, the chips called me back. Bro, um, do you know what? I still do the chips from time to time. Yo, yeah. you can do the chips though. McDonald's have crack in there. People think I'm exaggerating. They've got crack cocaine in their food, bro. Like hard crack. They've laced it with something, bro. Shout to Franklin and Snowfall. This is yeah, the United States government <laughs> ploying to keep niggas fit. 
in like estates. Get your estate and play to keep people fat, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. But it's that's fairly, why I ran it, it's fairly easy over there. Well, America? Yeah. We man. see the estate portions, bro. That was just childish. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, and even the McDonald's in America is dead. It's not as good as it is here. Not, not. And their portions are childish. Mm. It's like, yeah. it's so big. It's like, it's, you don't need that much, that level size food. Mm. The chips are way too salty. The milkshakes are way too sweet. The burgers are just sloppy. It's just, the it's drinks, they just add hella sugar. But I don't even think mm. their chips are the best anymore. I think Burger King's chips are coming up, you know? Yeah, oh. no. You know what I mean? Gonna have to, Hard disagree with that one. Yeah, oh, for real. You're the only one. I've I thought he was about to agree with me. Nah, nah. Huh? Kofi, you agree with me? What with the burger? Thing? Yeah, it's been a minute since I had those as well. But yo, I, I just remember them being too chunky. Do you know what though? Bruh, no it works to their advantage. though I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I don't know. Nah, it does the no trick. No I feel like it's not, it hasn't got that. Yeah, man. They're flat compared to McDonald's. Yeah, no one's yeah, ever man. come to me in my own life. I said, yo, Mo. I said, yo, let's go Burger King. For Never. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could, could you buy Burger King chips on its what? No, no. Its Absolutely no. not. You could, but you could McDonald's, innit? You get, you do you see what I'm saying? You, you yeah, could just yeah, go it's a different line. Chips. McDonald's has a different level of feeling. Like mm-hmm. KFC could just rock out Burger King. Bro, there's a pandemic somewhere behind you. It's like I am legend. Burger King is the last resort. You're not going to go there by choice. Yeah. 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 What KFC before Burger King? Yeah, KFC 100%. before Burger King. What chips? The chips. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Because they changed their chips. They used to be thin and now they're a little bit chunkier and they're better now. Mm. For sure. Bro, I'll go back. I'll go to They the, just don't give us enough of it. I'll go to the. Yeah, true say, yeah. I'll go to the two pound chicken chip people before I go to Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Like, Burger King is like the 15th stop on my no, 16th stop, bro. <laughs> Can we respect Burger the King? The only no. one that's below Burger King might be the Chicken Royale's good. Okay, but I'll leave it. it and also, Burger King is mad expensive as well. Mm. Mm. I don't. Think, I haven't so. got Burger King in like 20 years, man. Mm-hmm. Nah, Burger King. But it wasn't. A I mean, neither of I. I'm just. Yeah. From it what wasn't I remember, really Tottenham, though. From what I remember, man, chips were really good. You used to rate it. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Well, shout out to all the meat eaters and all the mon- non-meat eaters. We're kind of split in the middle today, which, mm. you know, Peter's finally got someone yeah, on side. Big up on my plant eaters as well. Mm. Big up on the plant eaters. Yeah, man. That might be the title of the episode still. Um, <laughs> the plant eaters. No, just you plant eaters. Kofi, how's your, uh, how are you? How, how's your week been and all that? Yeah, it's been good, man. I've just been, um, been working, been, um, to be fair, I've been looking after my, my little nephew, so that's been keeping me on my toes. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so just been doing that and then, um, balancing, been t- I've been, I uh, went to act. Basically, I've gone to acting school. Mm. So okay, I signed so. up to acting school, so I've been doing that over Zoom. Um, done a few sessions here and there, few few studio sessions, and um, yeah, this week's been kind of jam packed. Still, yeah, dope man. Yeah. Acting lessons, yeah. Yeah, 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 Sick. yeah. There's a school called Identity School, um, school of acting. Some some bad boys went there. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, John John Boyega, mm. um, Letitia Wright, and you mentioned Snowfall in it. Um, yeah. Damson, Damson. Mm. Oh, well. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite yeah. show on TV at the moment, but yeah, yeah it's my favorite that, that show. I'm hooked. That's what yeah. I'm hooked, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's by far my favorite TV show in the world right now. Man. Yeah. Mm. Have you have you up to, are you up to date? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like not it, even giving it time to nah. let the. I've no, been, I've been, bro. As soon as they they let, let they open up the new, I, I caught it late though because I only caught it like what two weeks ago. Mm. Oh yeah, I only caught. So I, you must what you caught so up. I, what D, D, cool. I was late too. <laughs> Mo yeah. put me on. I put yeah. I told these man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like yo because I I watched like season two in a day. I caught up. Mad. I binge watched this and I'm at like, yeah. and Peter's done the same thing. Yeah, every night. Yeah, you've been doing that. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't let it 
brief. Trust me. Yeah, cold. Cold. Just yeah. out of curiosity, did you watch Breaking Bad? I did, yeah. yeah what do you yeah, think yeah. of season one to three? See, no, no, I don't relax, ask the question relax. like that. That was a, that's a setup. <laughs> do you know Yo, what I mean? Brother, what do you think of Cole, what do you think of season one to three, my bro? I think it's almost like a different. It's different to the the the, 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 the later last, seasons. Yeah, but it's good. It's good because you see how you see the evolution of um, Walt. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. You see how. Um, how he um it's detailed yeah you see how he had hair you see yeah. how how he used to be how how he slowly became um, a product yeah, yeah. Become, okay become, become but if i go if i say to you season one to three is somewhat whack yeah is that stretch Boy, when we compare whack. it to say snow 100 percent whack but what's what's what i mean right, we can't let's just do this let's compare season one to three season one to three, three of snowfall versus you can't do that though you what can't do just that, one to three Bro, do you know why you can't do that? Because it's two different times. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We're talking about the crack era, bro. Yeah. Like every day I imagine like within that area, in that particular time, was probably fireworks. Well, compare to TV shows, bro. New Mexico, Albuquerque. We're comparing TV shows though. Yeah, but you still have to take into consideration no, that one is based on real life. Game of Thrones is based on nothing and people say it's nah, the greatest bro, show of you're all not, time. You're not, bro. Snowfall's based on real life though, man. Yeah. I feel you. I'm just saying to me, breaking, like I've just started watching, these man cast me every day because I think Breaking Bad is, ridiculously hell so far. I've only just started it. Yeah. I'm on season four, episode five you or six. Got into it. Like, this show is trash to me so far. <laughs> Yo, That's crazy. Nah, like, I think you got like, I'm not even gonna, bro, I won't even lie to you. So far, this show, nah, it's throw, not it, it. throw it in the bin. Nah. Throw it, in, throw the it bin. in the bin. Yeah, and then nah, see, when you do shit like, like that, large. that's why we get onto you. Honestly, make another episode and then throw that episode in the bin as well, fam. Cause yeah. so, it is just like. He would hate El Camino. It's yeah, so yeah, basic, yeah. man. Like nah. it's so for you to say that you ain't deep to. There's I, nothing no, basic no, but about you need to I, But then everyone I've spoke to has told me the same thing. That Get through season one to three, and then season who four. Who these people? Nah. Everyone I know that's watched the show. Oh, everyone man. I know personally that's watched. You got to appreciate Sana. the little things. In oh, that's what I'm saying. saying. There's so much details and, and things that happen. Hey Throughout. man, look, man. We'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give that to you lot in two weeks, innit? Coffee. Have you always wanted to act? Sort of, sort of. I just sort of had a, a knack for it, like earlier on, um, and I just thought. You know, we're in lockdown, not doing much. So I just auditioned like the mm. start of start of um, this year, December, and then just just got in. So I was just like, yeah, just gonna give it a try. So I've just mm. been in, just done the term so far. But um, yeah, see how, see see where it goes with it. For you, man. Well, yeah. good luck to you for that one. Thank you, man. How are you finding like the lessons over Zoom? Um, at first, it was mad awkward. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, like you, reacting off people yeah. is a bit mad, but like you get used to it. Mm. So it's, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to our 50th edition. I mean, it's obviously been a ride, 50 episodes. Man. Can you imagine? Um, so yeah, thank you to our Spotify listeners. I don't know how I haven't killed both of you within these first 50 episodes. You kill us? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> amazing wording. Yeah, I'm, su- yeah, I'm surprised. Amazing, I mean, the amazing. amount of threats we made to each other about flip, flipping tables and For all real. that. I'm surprised none of uh, no one's been re- rolled out on. No fights. No fights. Yeah, man. A couple shouting matches. Couple shouting matches here and there. <laughs> couple aggressive that didn't moments. make the pod, but it's all good. Couple, yeah. couple moments. Yeah, yeah, mm. but it's all good. But yeah, yeah man, thank good. you for everyone for listening. Shout out to our Spotify listenership, our SoundCloud listenership, our Apple Podcast listenership, our YouTube listenership. And yeah, man, we thank you. And hopefully you'll be around for another 50 episodes. So yeah, formalities out the way. Guys, what have we been listening to this week? Um, what have I been listening to? Little Brother, the listening album. Mm. Listening to that. Um, Bobby Womack, 
um, his Understanding album. I listened to um, West Side Connection, the Bow Down album, which is Ice Cube, WC and Mac 10. And that's pretty much been it. It's been a slow week musically for me. Um, that's all I can remember. Sweet. Yeah. Mohamed? Um, because we're doing so many episodes, it's essentially the same thing, isn't it? Um, haven't got through that much music this week. Essentially been the same things. Um, same recent album, same Roddy's, Dirks. But other than that, I haven't really been listening to new music. I hear that. Coffee, what about you? Um, yeah, I've been listening to not that much myself either, but I've been listening to like Ebo Taylor. Mm. Um, like that's like Ghanaian sort of jazz, mm. soul, like old school stuff. That and a lot of gospel actually. Yeah, this this week this week I've been listening to a lot of gospel. I remember I've been listening to a Kurt Franklin, mm. getting me and getting me in the getting my spirits up. Yeah. Um, what else have I been listening to? Have you seen that news about Kurt Franklin about that video where he was? You like, shoot like your son. Yeah. yeah, he moves yeah, out. He, yeah. he goes nuts at his son. <laughs> had a field was, day with that. Yeah. Was it that bad? Yeah, I mean, it's just someone cursing someone out, but it's Kurt Franklin. Because it's Kurt Franklin. Mm-hmm. So what, he can't cuss his son? I personally think it's plays, but if you see the way he's switching, he's actually going mad. What does he say? Oh, what did he say? I think he said, oh, I think he called him a bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can tell his son is like, his son deserves it. It's How like, old is like, his son? His son's a big man. I think he's like 30. Uh, I think he's like 28. I think oh, he sounds yeah, like grown, yeah. grown, grown, grown okay. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, you're too old to be acting like this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And if Kirk Franklin's calling you a bitch ass, <laughs> <laughs> you might deserve to you be. Might, you might be. You yeah, might be you one. You might yeah, be yeah. that. I felt like you might be annoying someone a bit too much. So shout out to Kirk and Plays. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, bro. Yeah, what yeah, have you been listening to? Yeah, just like you guys, I've kind of been a little slow on the listening tip. Mm. Um, other than like the lo-fi beats, Spotify playlist, I didn't listen to much this week. I listened to... um. Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud's uh, The Plugs I Met too. Ah, yeah. Which is really, really good. Mm. Um, ah, man, I think I might have changed my mind. I think he's the best rapper in Griselda. Because mm. I've always I've always wished wash between him and Conway, but Plugs I Met too is really something, bro. I didn't like, think it was all that. I, I thought it was dope. I, I like the first dope. like three or four songs, but after that, I was there. Thing is, the first song that I heard was the last song on the album, which I wasn't that impressed by, but mm. then the rest of it was just dope. I didn't really care too tough for the features. Mm. Like, why is French Mantona still getting a feature in 2021? <laughs> and two Chainz has kind of improved, so that's calm. Has but he? Has he? A little bit. He raps, yeah, he raps. He, rap, he raps better. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not going to believe the rumor that he really raps, but, <laughs> you know, he, he can rap mm-hmm. with the right people. Mm. Like, he rapped on Minor Jewel's last album, and I think he rapped on this one. Um, so I thought it was really good. I think maybe where people might think it's not as good as Burden the Proof it's because it's coming off the strength of Burden yeah. the Proof. Um, and two completely different things like sonically and all that stuff as well. But I really, really liked it. Mm. And you know what you're going to get from Benny anyway. So he just gave me more of that. That's what I enjoyed. Um, I think it was on more so on the production side that I wasn't sure towards like the end of the project. And I like Harry Ford. He's, he's a good producer, but I don't know. I think he, um, he dabbled in the um, trap bag just a tad on a couple of tracks. Mm. And I just wasn't feeling that switch of a flow from Benny. But I do appreciate that Benny's taking those risks though. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Do your Never. thing, man. Explore. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. That's pretty much me unless I can't think of anything else. Just like Lucy's, um, I know Nux dropped a new song, Los Poyos Hermanos. Yeah. Shout out Gus Ring again. <laughs> um, 
and a couple others as well, like Lord Apex. He dropped a he dropped a single, um, and there was one other, Kish Fantastic. He dropped another tune as well. So mm. yeah, big up all them man as well. Yeah. Without further ado, let's get into it. So Kofi, thank you once again for coming in, joining us. So we just want to take this time now to just get into how you got into rap music uh, mm-hmm. as, f- as far as a fan goes and then as a rapper, your top five favorites as well, as far as UK and US as well. So let's start with that one. Yeah. Who are your top five UK rappers and who are your top five US rappers? Or if you join them together, yeah. what's your top five saying? Um, let's say US, um, say Nas, is it no order? No order. No particular order, yeah. Nas, he's just a goat. Um, Talk about it. Yeah, man, boy. He loves Nas, isn't it? That's my guy. That's my goal. <laughs> poetry, poetry, emotion, man. Yeah, man. Um, Jay. Mm. Um, Jay's, Jay's just a whole different beast, man. Like, dude turns up to sessions, writes his verse in his head. That's mad. That's a mad thing to just, like, not write it down. Mm. Yeah, that takes a mad, mad amount of skill. Um, who else? Who else? Lupe. I'm going to say Lupe. Mm, okay. Yeah, Lupe, because, yeah, he's special. Like, I feel like after Food and Liquor, the call was, 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 was amazing as well, but Food and Liquor just does it for me. Like, yeah. that was that was a moment for me. That was basically my, basically my proper entrance into music, really, into hip-hop anyway. Yeah, so that for me, that stands, that's got a special place in my heart. So Lupe definitely is up there, man. Um, um, I'm gonna say, say Kendrick. Mm. Yeah, Kendrick's Kendrick's special, man. Um, and um, what's in? I would say Kanye. I'll say I'm gonna say Kanye, man. Mm. Yeah, Kanye is just Kanye. Yeah, up yeah, it's just up until. For me, up until my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, flawless. Mm. So and that the whole soundscape of that for me is just perfection. So yeah, Kanye. I mean, as a, as a wordsmith yourself, does mm. it matter that he may not pen all his rhymes? Um, I, I like to look at it. It does matter, but I like to look at it as because you've got different kind of MCs, right? Mm. You've got lyrical MCs, and then you've got MCs that can make like a lyrical but they're lyrical in a, a different kind of way where they make it it's like a song it's that in a the song structure he can Kanye mm. is that kind of guy where he can he's made he's proved that he's made so much like um amazing sort of vibes that aren't necess- necessarily lyrical mm. but they're just they just they're just huge huge records yeah. you know what I'm saying so like you you touch the skies you um, a whole college college dropout album just yeah just the way he approaches it that's that's very unique and I think yeah because he came at it he was a beat maker he was a producer yeah. first just the whole the way he marries the two I think for me he's he's a whole different breed of MC in mm. a way because of that because of what he has yeah, under yeah. his under yeah, his yeah, belt yeah. so like it's another lane mm. and I like that it gives it gives um, other MCs a different lane because like oh, I think all of those five in their own right have carved out an amazing lane um, but yeah Kanye is definitely in there man. yeah I respect it man mm. and then what's your UK one if you had to say UK top five UK, UK 
UK is interesting because yeah, I say Kano just because the skill level is impeccable. Mm. Yeah, Kano's like go toe to toe with anyone. I'd say. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sway. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Sway because that was another that was another guy that when I was like finding myself with him and Lupe. Um, this is my demo. I think it was around the same time that um, Food and Liquor came out. Around that time, anyway. And those were the sort of... Um, that um, tape that came out was very different to everything at the time because I, f- I remember it being quite heavily grind-focused mm. um, and sway shone, you know, in that time. And that was testament to his that, that amazing project. Mm. Um, the flows... The musicality, the personality, um, yeah, sway sways up there. Um, who else? Who else? Um, it's interesting because it's like I'm 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 very much old school. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about the old school MCs. So I I say I put Gets in there just because he's he's crazy with it. Um, Consistency is crazy. What do you think of the new album? Yeah, strong. Very strong. I'm a fan, big fan. Yeah, I think it's 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 interesting for me because it's like I'm thinking of new guys, isn't it? Mm. But I, I when when this comp when I, I always like to when I'm talking like top five, I like them to have at least two or three albums. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? It's hard like I'm I'm a fan of a lot of people, but it's like have you proved because obviously if you haven't made more than two albums, you kinda haven't proved yourself really. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, um, who's gonna go with? Yeah, I think let's let's can we just do the three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm, cool. I'm like, it's I'm, tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's I'm like, I'm tough, trying man. to think of people that I actually like vouch for more than those three. Mm. Gigs, let's say gigs. Mm. Yeah, let's put gigs in there. Um, and jest. Okay. Yeah, let's put Dope. Jess in there because he's he's a very um very skilled MC. He's very lyrical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he doesn't get. I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Hundred percent. Maybe because he's not. It's like he's not like this large in life character. You know what I'm saying? He's mm. not about. You don't see him or anything. Yeah. Right? He just drops the music and keeps it moving, sort of thing. Yeah, and he's been here. He's been here yeah. since since the early 2000s. Um, do you know what? I'm gonna replace gigs um with with Roots Maneuver. Okay. Yeah. It's a good pick. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's 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 groundbreaking, man. Yeah. So he's got a lot of albums. He's got he's proved he's done the work. He's a revolutionary MC in the UK. I'd mm. say. Yeah. He he broke down a lot of doors. He was one of the first to really break through with with the um, the hip hop sound really in the UK. So oh. yeah, those those are my guys. Yeah. How man. old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. No, because I'm just trying to like put two and two together with Roots Maneuver. Because that's yeah, not okay, like, yeah, that's yeah, not a that, typical pick. That's, okay, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, going back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like, like hip hop times. Yeah, yeah, that's like hip hop times. Yeah. Um, but it's a great pick, man. I mean, Run Come Save Me is a great album. That's <laughs> aged very well. It's very, that's aged very well. <laughs> Obviously, I say one word too much, but you know, that was definitely a bite. You don't want to call it a classic. Huh? You don't want to call it a classic. You know what? Fuck it. It is a classic. I'd say so. <laughs> Why not? It's aged well. And Witness to Fitness, I mean, it still gets used in adverts. So, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going on. Yeah, man. Shout out to all those rappers, man. Mm. For sure. 
How did you get into like listening to rap music? First of all, like, how did you become a fan? Um, unconsciously, obviously, you're listening to it young, but I remember, <laughs> I think I heard it on Grand Theft Auto. I heard the tune on Grand Theft Auto when I was in year six, mm. and I think that was the first time I consciously took it in properly. And I think it was uh, Grandmaster Flash. Um, yeah, the message. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah, and uh, yeah, just literally from de- from then I was just like, yo, this is this is mad. And I, I was like, okay, let me. I just wanted to emulate that. Around year six, year seven, and then I, when 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 I when I went into secondary school, obviously like your first year, there's loads of kids rapping, loads of kids just the music and like it just made me want to be part of that almost because that was a thing um but yeah it was around those ages 10 10 11 heard um the message tried to start writing poetry to be fair no, i was writing poetry before that just because my granddad was a poet and and uh, just kind of wanted to do what he was doing um, at the time and then I tried to when I when I first heard those that song I tried to like rap my poems obviously like the pockets <laughs> were all over the place <laughs> <you know? laughs> but um, but yeah it just started from then 10, 11 and uh, yeah since then just been on it do you remember your first bars? Uh, kinda they were weak <laughs> they, were, they were weak man I don't even know if I could spit them <laughs> yeah it was something like no, what? <laughs> I don't even know. This is who I am, and I'll be like that. So rapid, like an MC cat, like that. It's a good start, though, isn't man. it? Not too yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you gotta remember, man's what ten? You in the pocket for sure. Yeah, maybe because I'm just spitting it now, innit? Because I'm. The thing is with rhymes, you, you can have the maddest rhyme scheme, but you just know how to spit the rhyme in pocket, innit? Mm. Mm. But like, I probably won't in pocket back then. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start like learning about flow and being in the pocket? At what point? Um, I think that was a natural progression, you know. Mm. I didn't ever think I'm not in pocket. I just kind of just, I think from listening to like the, the kind of MCs I was listening to, mm. I think they, they took the pocket really seriously. So like your Q-tips. Um, yeah, like, Hove, um, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of guys that took like Buster, yeah. that took pockets really serious. So I think I was listening to like these guys, and it just had an effect on me. I think, mm. and I just kind of was like, "Yo, I need to." I took it serious. I think when you listen to a certain kind of hip hop, you you just like you, you understand it more. You understand how mm. to rhyme a bit different. I think. Yeah. yeah, you start to appreciate yeah. what those kind of rappers are doing and then you kind of just incorporate that as, a little, as well into your arsenal. Yeah, 100%. Man. I was a man, I was listening to all of it though. I was listening to Grime as well. So obviously you're getting the Skippy flow, the double time. And that's like, that's a whole different thing, but you're still in pocket. So mm. it's like, I think everyone was kind of rapping like that. Um, so... It was a combination of two, so because I was, I, I had the year for, for um, your golden era, um, have it be that sort of sound, 
and I, I was listening to like your mid 2000s early 2000s grime as well mm. so I was getting all different worlds in one and studying it yeah did you ever want to be a grime MC um I did you know I think I kind of started there's like I saw a video the other day because you know like Facebook does that 10 year 8 year <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, thinking yeah. flipping oh man <laughs> on, <you know>? <laughs> 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 yeah so like they they um, sent, they put up a video of me a few years back. I was in a youth club. It was I was just shelling off one grime thing, one grime set. Is is decent. It's it's like decent, but it was like I remember then going to youth club. Everyone was that was a thing. Grime was a thing. Mm. Um, but I still remember I was still doing hip hop. I was about fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, and I was doing that. Um, but yeah, grime was like I was 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 prevalent i was i was in in what i was doing who were kind of like your first real like favorite rappers like when you first listened first listen um i heard i, f- I remember actually like i think i was driving down to london with my, with my pops one time to see fam and he was he was playing i think yeah he was playing the message by nas mm. and yeah and that was another time that I heard it um, unconsciously, and 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 it kind of yeah. That was that was an inspiration. That was like proper inspiration. I remember. It. I'm thinking back now. Yeah. And that song was hard too. Nas was he was spazzing. He on was that. talking. He yeah. was spazzing. He was like twenty G bets I'm making and frets I'm sent. Nah, nah. I never know. <laughs> I'm never gonna start. But he was he was going in on that. Going out. I, I, why? <laughs> why? I had to do it. I for you. Uh, I read it. In an interview one time that uh, you said that, or it was suggested that Illmatic was quite important to you as well. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I think so, man. I think because of the the poetry and the way he's approached it, the way he's, like the metaphors. Um, I think it's important to me because of the soundscape and how he's kind of got like a, a jazz soundscape. Mm. Um, he's infused the jazz with hip hop obviously in the world that i'm in i've sort of took that approach so it's like there's not much albums to go off Mm. that makes sense to people like that makes sense to that will make sense to other people when they look at me do you know what i'm saying so it's like it's almost like okay so where does this sit what what you're doing where where is it and like you can always go back to like mostly it's illmatic and um, there's a few albums that that are important to be fair that that um, show people exactly what where I am where where I sit do you know what I'm saying mm. I hear yeah. that so where does the journey to where did you start taking like rapping seriously and you thought this is something that I actually want to do with myself um, I was I was 11 yeah I was 11 around that t- around that age still right that early yeah 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 that's when i was like i want to be i want to be a rap star i think um I'm trying to think who what i saw i think it was like i saw like little bow wow <laughs> <laughs> shit like that and it was just kind of like yo it was more more glammy in that but um yeah i was just kind of watching watching music videos and and uh kind of had an its effect on me yeah so from i say from 11 that's when i was like yeah i want to i want to try and do it but i think 
like serious, like take it like really serious. Probably like mid midway through school. Mm. Yeah, where I was doing like talent shows and things like that and getting a bit of love from it and kind of saw that people were kind of taken to it a bit. But yeah, like year nine, year 10. And what about the influence of like other genres of music? Because I know you mentioned that you had been listening to gospel. How yeah. important was that in developing your style as well? Um, yeah, I think that that allows you to 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 bring in other elements mm. and like you you kind of understand other genres um, and it's really good to study other genres as well mm. and then incorporate it back into hip hop. I think mm. um, you kind of get like a richer sound, a bit a bigger sound. Um, depending on how you do it, obviously. Yeah. Um, that in 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 sense, that's kind of what sampling is yeah. really the taking elements and and doing that. So yeah, I think it was really important to to do that because like in the house in, in my household, um, it's quite because my parents are split up, but like in my pops's place, there was like a lot of um, a lot of like soul, mm. like old soul blues. Um, Nat King Cole's Nina Simone's yeah yeah so like I was like listening to that a lot and my mum was kind of she was interesting she liked she actually liked a lot of pop <laughs> yeah she liked a lot of pop so I remember listening to like a lot of pop like growing up like your Gabrielle's mm. yeah she was kind of like new school at the time obviously she wasn't listening to like your classics and that yeah. much so I had that kind of soundscape where it was very much about the the chorus and and that so I, it was an array of different sounds but obviously I found hip hop as well which I was able to bring the two bring the three together really yeah. the soul the pop and the hip hop is yeah it's a lot of like the storytellers as well listen to a lot of great storytellers mm. so that's what I really took that really serious in terms so of even like storytellers in the different genres of music can yeah. affect how you kind of pen as a rapper as well yeah 100% because yeah. yeah. it's like you see how they're doing it, yeah. but then you do it in your own way, mm. which is important. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel 100%. And I can definitely tell that storytelling element in your music is very, very important to you because, you know, you execute it well as well. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you can tell that there's a lot of craft into telling the story as well. Yeah. And as a nod to like the Nas and stuff and the influence you've just mentioned, you're very much paying homage to that. Yeah, 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 man. I, I, I respect respect the sound man I want to try and do as good as I can with it you know um, level up on the next one it's all like real stories mm. so it's it's um, it's um, I take from experience that the process is very very real so and, and honest because um, like going back to my, my tape I was um, all the stories happened mm. so I felt that yeah yeah it felt very honest and earnest. Do you know what I mean? So I could feel that connection. Yeah. And it's very relatable as well. Same. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I could tell that it was coming from a place, it was a very soulful place. Yeah, 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 yeah man. That's kind of kind of what I do. I kind of, that's why it's difficult for me to just write about anything. Mm. Yeah, I always have to write. It needs to mean something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that though, is it difficult then to kind of relive those experiences through your bars and through your music? It can be, it can be, but if it's something that like had a real real effect on me, I'm able to just conjure that up quite mm. quickly. Yeah, because I can just jump back into that feeling or how I felt in that moment. Um, 
and it just kind of flows. Yeah, everything that kind of needs to be said because I know that my story is someone else's story. Mm. Yeah, so I used to feel like I shouldn't, there's certain things I shouldn't say because it's like, as it's just my story, it's not just me in it. So mm. it's, it's, there's other people involved. Yeah, of course. Um, have that be family or, or whatever. So I'm telling their stories. So what I've noticed as well is because I'm doing that, um, it doesn't always sit well with family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm so honest with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, I don't, I don't sugarcoat things. So. And does that affect that's your you process mean. when you go to write the next song? Because if there's something that's on your heart that you want to speak on, but you have to take into consideration that a family relative might feel some type of way, does that make you not want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's hard. Because it's like, some of these people are close to you. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. But it's like, you, you've done something in the past, do you know what I'm saying? That yeah, is spooky yeah. or, or something. And the world, it's, it's a story. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's real. This is what happened. This might have had an effect on someone. A lot of the stuff I've spoke, spoken about, people have experienced it. So they've, um, if I didn't speak about it, it wouldn't be comfort. It wouldn't be comfort for them. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, kind yeah. of where, what my purpose has been so far. Mm. Yeah. So for those unfamiliar with your work, what are the type of things that you kind of explore and talk about? Um, I speak about like family issues. Um, I speak about mental health. Um, speak about um, incarceration, um, divorce, um, infidelity. Yeah, quite a lot of topics. Suicide. It's quite a lot of topics. Real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a lot. Of to- mo- mostly those stuff. Real, real stuff, man. Yeah. So from early, did you decide that that's the sort of artist you were going to be? Because sometimes yeah. like, I can understand when you're trying to find your sound, find yourself, Yeah, you kind of then are trying to decide what type of artist you're going to be, whether it's just talking about things that aren't of substance or things that are of substance. Yeah, so, yeah. Because like, th- from early, did you realise that you were going to be talking about things that were heartfelt? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I started off with that in mind. I sort of was very um, conscious of how I approach it, I, I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to just be the guy that kind of s- raps about nothing. Mm. Um, and I think because I started like that, I just carried on. Um, yeah, but I've always, always been like that yeah. since the start, yeah. So your project, Nobody Cares Till Everybody Does, was that your first proper full length project? Yeah, that was the full, first full length one. How did it feel like making it and then seeing people's reactions when it was released? It was nice. It was nice. The, the process of it was long because um, I had the name and I was like working towards it and it was just kind of not coming. Like, yeah, it just wasn't coming. I was getting annoyed. I was like, yo, I need to get this out because like things were happening and we're getting like a lot of pressure put on us. Like, oh, where's this tape? You're mm. talking about this tape. <laughs> Where is it? Um, had you been talking about it for a while? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, I was speaking about it for a while because I had the name. I had the name before I had most of the music. Mm. Um, nobody cares till everybody does. So yeah, I had that and then I was just like, I think I had like some tunes out. Um, but I kind of didn't have basically any of the projects. And 
yeah then i think like maybe like a year on after releasing like a few tunes it just kind of just came like a flood yeah mm. and then that was it do you work in that way where you kind of have like bursts of creativity at a random point or is it more a thing where you know you can just go to the studio and bang something out um see i can go studio and do that but like it's not always like incredible um but i I normally have like a a moment just like a moment in like I feel like I only it's like a, I feel it's divine isn't it <laughs> I feel like it's like that that moment there is, is a special moment where you can I don't know like everything just comes together mm. um, yeah that don't happen much but I can go studio and just like do a tune I've done that for a few tunes but like it takes a bit of it takes you sitting down and like you have to really think about. I, well, I personally have to really think about the song sometimes, yeah, mm. which is cool as well because you it, it makes you like you don't miss a word. Do you know what I'm saying? Because this this is deep, so you want to make sure that your everything you say is to the point and you don't waste words. And do you need the beat beforehand to kind of I guess draw that inspiration of putting a song together, or do you just think about experiences and start penning your rhymes? combination of both okay. um, some of the songs were written without beats mm. that I'm on this tape kind of just was like yo this is what it is just penned it mm. up to a certain point sometimes you'll get you'll get the the, the idea and you won't be able to finish it mm. which it can be mad annoying because like. <laughs> <laughs> normally when that happens you do it and then it, it might not come for a year mm. so can you imagine oh, like for you, real yeah just waiting for the perfect beat to go around what you wrote essentially even just the just the for the spark to come again yeah yeah so yeah, you'll yeah. write at 16 and i'll be like yo that's it that's what i wanted to say and then you'll be trying to write the chorus or the and it's not coming you're just mm. writing gibberish <laughs> <laughs> it's like this block there and then like maybe like eight months on bearing in mind you might have been trying in that whole yeah, eight yeah, months yeah. you know mm. like <laughs> yeah, that sounds frustrating. Bro, it's must be annoying. You leave it alone for a couple of months. You think, hang on a minute. I think I figured it out <laughs> after sitting on there for like eight months, just trying to yeah. find a perfect chorus. Yeah, literally, like, it's like that's that's kind of Kano. It happened to Kano as well. I remember him saying that. He said that on his last uh, um, his last album, um, Hoodies All Summer, there was like because he fully took his time with it. He said he felt like there was a song that he he wrote. And he literally couldn't, he wrote like the first few bars and he couldn't finish it for the whole year. Mm. And, and But he did, and when he did, it was just mad. I can't remember what song it was, but yeah, it, that happens and that that's mad though. Mm. Like, cause you almost feel like, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been, we've been here for 10 months now. Like, this thing ain't, ain't, ain't happening. Is that one of the more challenging aspects of like being a rapper, being an artist? Just like, maybe wanting to start something off and then just not having what you want on paper for time after yeah i think it's that's proper challenging but i think also it's a choice it's a choice of um what kind of artist you want to be mm. because you can be the, the guy that if you learn how to talk maybe like crud or like have the bravado well you might be able to do that easy mm. and and you can just flourish in that yeah so it's a choice. It's like, what do you want to be? But I think, I think when you're trying to be the deeper guy, um, 
it takes a lot more thought. Mm. On on a song like um, Busker Flow, mm-hmm. is that one of them examples where it took a while? Nah, that one was quick. That was quick. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That one was quick because I literally had like a day before they were gonna drop two, mm. a few few days before we we're gonna drop the tape, so it wasn't even gonna be on the tape. Mm. Yeah, so but I just like looked at my phone and there was this beat from from my man Pitch, big up Pitch Nine Two, and uh, it's like, yo, this this beat's hard, so like this could this could be something. Yeah. So I just literally just started like freestyling it, and then I was like, nah, the energy on this is mad. So I was like, let me just finish this because I think I was kind of coming from. Um, a bravado sort of yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I'm I felt that, that. yeah because <laughs> yeah. when I was listening to that I kind of felt like this was kind of you saying the one better than you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah. where like you're weaving in and out with the flows as yeah, well yeah, yeah. that was kind of like yeah that's yeah. that's exactly what I was getting ah uh, yeah yeah that kind of was the vibe and I think I want to do some of that more still yeah, yeah just because like it's 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 fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. fun to do and just um, talk your shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to do that, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's important to do it as well. What about a song like Frozen Hearts or Dirty Air Forces? Are they kind of more challenging songs to like write? Yeah, Frozen Hearts for me, I think is a bit more technical um, in terms of the the lyrical density. Um, that was. That was like it. W- I kind of got some of it, and then it was in two parts. So I think I got half the song, and then mm. I just came back to it. Not not a ten month thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a, a shorter one with that, mm. which I was happy happy about. Um, the Air yeah, Forces was literally just an idea where I just was just like, it's not always about um, you know material things. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, how can I make this like a metaphor? And I just kind of had that concept in my head, and then. I just wrote the hook and then, and then yeah, I think I wrote the verses, kind of wrote the first verse and then another time wrote the other two. After hours, yeah. I needed that to be longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I needed that to be longer. <laughs> yeah. Because was, uh, that was chatting to me. Ah. You know what I mean? But Sick. no, I, I like the song though, but yeah, ah. I wish it was longer. Yeah. <laughs> I, hear I hear you, man. We have to do a remix. Yeah, please, man. man. <laughs> put, that, put that out, yeah. That was effortless, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. one, that one kind of was because mm. it was like a real moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How did you um link up with Loyal Connor? Um, okay, so Loyal, I I I bumped into Loyal in two thousand and fourteen, mm. um, in Glastonbury. I was in some competition thing where I I got to the finals and they allow you to perform at Glastonbury. Mm. Yeah, and then because we we're on the same stage, I just saw him afterwards and I saw his set. Set was cold. Um, start chatting to him and was like telling him what I'm doing and that he was like oh sick 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 and we just started chatting from there and then a few like a year later I think I shouted his, his guy Rebel Rebel Clef yeah mm-hmm. like cold producer yeah shout out to Rebel Clef yeah Rebel Clef good people man um, yeah I just started doing bare sessions with Rebel because me and Lil weren't really like chatting like that I'd, I'd just see him like on and off and then um, a couple of years went by and then which is chatting like on and off like now and again would send stuff like like all of that stuff kind of as you do and then i just had this tune it's actually rebel's beat because mm. rebel i think rebel did give it to to little before but he he kind of i don't i don't know if he passed on it or but um 
yeah, Rebel had the beat and I think I, t- I took it because I took quite a few of his beats and I just had them and then I just wrote to it mm. um, and then I had a voice note of it and I just sent it to, to Loyal and he's like, he loves it. I didn't hear I didn't hear anything from him from a while, so I thought, oh, he loves it, but but what? <laughs> and then um and then he, I think like maybe like a month, a few months after, he jumped in the studio, and then yeah, he just laid his verse over it, and then um, I came down from Brum. Literally, I thought I didn't know what was happening because he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm at the studio now. I, he won't say he didn't say he was laying anything. Mm. I was like, okay, so no, I'm still thinking. So am I? coming all the way to Brum just to sit in the <laughs> studio or is this going to happen? <laughs> and then, yeah, we got there and he was like, yeah, it's done. I was like, ah, oh, sick, 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 sick. Yeah, so that was that. Was that. And yeah. then just, yeah, since then, that was probably what, like a year or two ago. Since then, we've just kind of been cool. Yeah. Chatting a bit more now. Yeah, just <laughs> chat, chatting a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. In your opinion, like, what are the main things about yourself as a rapper that you've learned throughout your journey so far I think I've learned um, how to be patient as an MC because it doesn't come when you want it when you when you want it to mm. um, depending on what you want to say also I just I, I've learned that you need to work like you need to put in a lot of work like you need to like write at 16 every single day mm. even if it's not hard because um, it's almost like a muscle like doing it do you know when it's not hard? The verse, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like levels. It's like, okay, this is super hard. This is hard. And yeah, it's like, this is okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you feel it. You just know yeah. it. And like, <laughs> you can pretend. You, a lot of people pretend. <laughs> yeah. but you know, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How do you pick your beats? I, I, I kind of just, I get stuff sent. Like, I ask for certain producers to send me stuff. Mm. And I'm just like... Set, like some people send me a pack and I'm just like I'll just go through them and it'll just speak to me in the first few minutes I'm like yeah, yeah that's this is mm. this is hard um, I'll just like wherever I am I'll just stop what I'm doing and just start writing mm. to it um, yeah that's kind of how I do it man there's a lot of guys out there still like um, in the UK that are smashing it on the beat scene like yeah. Jake Miller I don't know if you heard yeah, of yeah yeah he does a lot of stuff with Barney Artist yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's real cold man yeah, I got a, a, a tune with him as well. Pitch Nine Two, who done Busker Flow, mm. Rebel, obviously. Um, there's a guy called Saul the Same as well, who done Frozen Hearts on, mm. on my tape. He's nice, man. He gets, he gets it. Yeah, definitely. And Joyce, don't know if you heard of Joyce. Joyce, nah. Joyce is very cold, man. He he's like sampling. Real, Where's real he from? Sampling from the UK. Okay. Yeah, I think he's from London. Okay. He done ice water on um, not waving but drowning. Do you know on um, loyal's? Oh, yeah. oh, he did ice water. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's cold, man. Mm. Basically, my next, my next tape, got a few cuts on there. Mm. Yeah, so that's in the process right now. How far along are you with it? Um, probably like, not not that far. About about thirty, thirty percent. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I've got like a few things that I'm gonna drop that aren't on the tape before um like i got a tune with jake you know jacob banks yeah 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 he's been around for time yeah, yeah. He's, he's the og in this one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i got a tune with jacob that i'm gonna drop and then two other tunes that i'm gonna drop and then i might drop like a little ep mm. um like a 
short kind of six to eight track little EP just to bridge the gap between that tape and then this next one that I'm, I'm working on. Mm. Yeah. You just dropped that EP this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Dope. Yeah, it should be cool. Man. With like the production side of things, because I think one thing I noticed on the project was that the beats are very um, jazz influenced, mm. a lot of like soul sampled influenced mm. and very smooth. Is that typically your go-to? Is that what you like to, to bar on? Or would you kind of try other stuff? I feel like I go straight to it all mm. the time. Mm. Jazz is kind of what I've been inspired by. Yeah. Like growing up, because um, I think my, my, yeah, my dad used to play it loads. Um, I just liked it. And yeah, I think, I think I would definitely probably rap on other stuff as well. Because like in my early days, I was just free with it. Yeah, it's like grime, yeah, 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 yeah. all of that stuff. Um, and I like the trap stuff as well. I think it's just because I've kind of created the image. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like you're a figure, not a figurehead, but you've kind of you're seen as the guy that does that mm. for this, and you kind of have to break through with a sound first. Yeah. Before you start switching it, yeah. yeah. Are you comfortable with that though? Are you comfortable being seen as the guy that only does this type? Yeah, for for now, as long as it, as long as it, because it's um, it's about cultural impact as well, more mm. so than being like the guy, um, and and showing like kids after me that yo, you can be yourself and you can just kind of do this, and make an impact. That's that's kind of important mm. in music because, yeah, you can just go and like do like something that is will will be deemed as um, like a hot track or whatever just because it's got like few like eight oh eights and, mm. and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, tra the trap sort of sound, um, which I'm not saying it's easier, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> but it's like you're that's in. Yeah. So it's like people's ears, the way they listen to stuff is that that is like that makes sense to me because I've seen it before. Mm. They're accustomed to it. So someone that is relatively talented can, can make that work. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just I kind of gravitate towards jazzier stuff and um, I enjoy it. Yeah, mm. I enjoy it. And I, it, it's um, it feels more of a challenge, though. In what sense? Um, as much as I enjoy it, it feels more like I'm thinking about it a lot more mm. because I've seen all the other guys do it and how they've done it, mm. and I know where the bar is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting, but I definitely would be open to doing like other stuff at some point. Mm. Yeah. Does that mean Coffee Stone on drill? Drill? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm halfway joking, but <laughs> eyes emoji. <laughs> I might have to. Uh, Alias, I might have to alias that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophie Cohen. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fun though. Mm. Um, I'm sure I enjoy it because I just love music. So it's like, yeah, but it'll be, that'll be a curveball that would, if I was just to like. Yeah, be, yeah that would be a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That <laughs> Coming from like Brum though, how have yeah. you been received in London? Um, I feel like, been taken in as like almost like a like a Londoner. Yeah, I think yeah. it's because of your accent as well. Because we said that there's no, I can't. If you were talking to me now, say this whole convo. Yeah, I don't think you can spot a Brom accent. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 
So yeah. it's maybe the social bias that maybe Londoners don't might not have or something. Yeah. Like I said, if the reason why it might not have affected you is because we look at you as a, do you know what I mean? Because of your accent. I feel so. I feel so because in the music as well, you can't exactly. really tell exactly. that I'm from Brum. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like people don't, when they hear me, they're like, yeah, he's, this, he's, he's from East London. Like we from, he's from somewhere in London. So yeah. they feel like he's just my boy. Mm. Um, I think that, that's, like played a part um i think um i think because I, I surrounded myself with a lot of a lot of like london dudes and and people that were doing music mm. from a young age so like i was because i remember doing like loads of stuff like in london when i was like real young used to come down um and do stuff on like channel channel a channel u at the time yeah yeah so like i was coming down from an early age and just centering myself in london mm. um so i just had that kind of mindset and i kind of built links and i think people just knew that i feel like when you're outside of london mm. if you're if you're if they if, if the music's good they kind of just it doesn't have a it doesn't feel like it's from somewhere mm. like it's not it doesn't feel like they're an outsider um, because it's just good music. Yeah, so I feel like if it's, if you're an out-of-towner, then it's just really about how good the music is. Because mm, we had a conversation about it and we were saying that MCs that are not from London have it a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. wonder why people from London, I guess, receive them differently. Yeah, Or yeah. it's harder for them to break London. Yeah, I agree, man. I think you have to trick the people. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You have to trick the people to be like, or like this doesn't matter. Like it does. If like you have to go on like, it fully doesn't matter that I'm from Brum. Like, hail up your city, but every everywhere else, as long as the music's hard and you're coming hard, mm. then I feel like they'll take you, man. Like, look at your slow tires. Yeah, 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 and 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 um, obviously you carved out a lane. But um, yeah, it's proper important to just be yourself, man. Mm. I think people see through that. Yeah, people see what's authentic and what isn't. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And how you how have you been received in in Brum? Um, quite well. Yeah. Quite well. Like more recently though. Oh really? Yeah, more recent. Like the last last year. Mm. Yeah, the last year it's grown. I say yeah, but I feel like t 2020 didn't really happen. No, nah, that was done. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just, just like, it, it let's say two years. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so we did a show 2020, March. And that was like, Brom sold out quite quick. Mm. And I wasn't expecting that to happen because I was like, Brom's always just been quiet. Mm. Like, I've always been getting like, love here. And then not really in Brom. Um, that's surprising. Yeah. That's, that's really surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think it hasn't, it just hasn't caught on because they kind of, depending on how you move, they just won't see you. Mm. There's like, yeah, it's, it's almost like you have to break London and then they see. That's really surprising. Yeah, it is, it is. Because I wouldn't have expected that. Do you think it's got anything to do with like your style of music? Because I know Brum is like very heavy on its grime and stuff like that. So, so when that's making so much noise, maybe it kind of drowns out a lot of other things. Kind of sound. I think so to some extent. I think there isn't really 
a scene or it, there is a lot of people that like um, hip hop mm. in Brum um, and that sort of hip hop. Um, but I, I just feel like they haven't been exposed to it and there's not really much infrastructure and there's not really much um, going on in Brum that allows you to see artists like myself and doing their thing. Mm. So it's, it's a bit difficult. Whereas like in London, you've got so much going on. Um, so you know that this guy's here, like, you know, like the whole scene, which is at the moment, I must say is, is, is really good. Um, the underground sort of like rap scene. Um, you've got like a lot of guys, yeah. a lot like it. I say old, but I just say like, yeah, what isn't in the mainstream? There's like a lot of guys bubbling up, which is like exciting, I think. Um, and I feel like everyone's there, their selves. Mm. Yeah, so it should be interesting the next like five years with, with that. But Brum, Brum, Brum's, uh, it's now, they're now kind of catching on yeah. a bit, I can see. And I think also that's partly to do with myself as well, because I wasn't, I didn't scream Brum. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, and obviously you've got that thing, as we said, about me sounding like I'm, um, like, I don't sound like I'm, I haven't got a Brummy accent. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe people might have heard me and been like, yeah, he's from London. Um, yeah. And then not felt that, oh, sh he's one of us. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you shout it out on like tracks and that. So Recently. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like after that, yeah. that's when people were like, okay, he's from Brum. Yo. Yeah, that's back him sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only on this tape. Okay. So this tape that dropped in um, end of 2019 yeah. December. Okay. So Whereas before that, might have not been as consistently mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's a thing where if, if you don't say it, then how are the people going to know? Sort yeah. of thing, which makes all the sense in the world. I suppose it's a thing where the community of heads like yourself and people who make your kind of music appreciate that. Yeah. It's obviously stronger here. Um, and maybe it just takes a little bit of time or it's going to take a bit of time and brum for it to get to that sort of level. Yeah. And yeah. maybe you'll pay a, a big role in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there isn't really much, there isn't really much of that. Um, there's a few guys like Lady Sanity, I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she's She's cold. hard. Yeah, tremendous. She's cold. Very cold. She's on high focus. Mm. Um, Who else? That's kind of it. Like for like rappers, rappers. Yeah. Um, but well, like, when I say rap, I mean like my sort of sound, more the better. Can you see more of them popping up anytime soon? Um, or are you seeing it now? I'm not, you know. Hmm. In the last like year or so, hmm. I haven't really seen anyone that's um, on that vibe, really, which isn't the best. But I, I think there needs to be someone big. Someone needs to be like, someone needs to blow or like have success in that vein. Hmm being from Brum. Yeah, to see what they can take from. Yeah. What they want to do. Yeah. Even from London as well. I was going to say Because there's not that. even that many... There isn't. Do you know there what I mean? Isn't. That many rappers that make your style of music that... So everyone would want to chase an easy win. Not an easy win, essentially, but... Yeah. But what is... Kind of the formula that's working. Yeah. So like that's the formula that's working, I might as well go for it. Until they see someone really win to a certain extent. Because apart from, yeah. like, Loyal... Yeah. I'm not really sure who else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean... They're kind of doing their thing. Um, Barney's doing his thing. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of others, like Manic MC, Ocean Wisdom. There's yeah. a few. Um, but they're, 
they're very much in their own lane and they kind of carve out their version of success, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Mm-hmm. So Loyal is a successful rapper. He also does his um his cooking school and you know Ocean Wisdom does his Guinness Book of World Records stuff. So there's different levels of success in that field. It's not necessarily like the mainstream's version yeah, yeah, of what yeah. success is. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a good thing about those types of artists because you then get to define what success is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you've got like a number one hit or whether you've got like a legion of really loyal fans, like you can really yeah. define it. I, I think, yeah, I do think it's important to, to definitely get, um, to have more, mm. have more, more people um, on loyal's level. Mm. So like, because if you look at in the mainstream, you've got, you've got Skepta, you've got Stormzy, you've got Dave, yeah. you've got, I don't know. And then you've got maybe a subgenre of that like your bigger D's, your um, more Sturks. Yeah, yeah, these guys. So you've got all of those guys. Like low, you, you, your numbers are like you, you're talking like 10, 10 to twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Central C's is another guy that's just you see he's just kind of just yeah. because of the the infrastructure that's there just yeah. allows it to just because even the top sellers have got people underneath them that still sell yeah at a ridiculous rate. So it's like yeah, where's the Line that there kind of isn't, it's just loyal, mm. and obviously, as you said, everyone else is in their bag as well. But it's just like it's it's a different kind of place, um, where it's they're not seen. But yeah, thing is, once that becomes mainstream, then then it's it, it's a it's a different thing, yeah, it, it will like change things, it change, yeah, yeah there's yeah. something else will come that's like, um, but yeah, we definitely need some more, more guys, man, yeah, more guys in that scene. Do you have any um, dream collaborations? Um, Let's put it out there in the universe. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say my top, mostly the top five. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. If I could get in the studio, <laughs> that'll be it, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like Hove, um, Cole, yeah. J Cole, um, Kendrick. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'd say those three to be fair. Mm. Yeah, just because it's high level. Yeah, Nas sure. as well. Obviously, I can't forget Nas. Like, yeah, that's that. That would just be that, that ilk. Yeah, that that for a UK MC to do something like that. Like, yeah, would just be that would like things are going mad. Like people would just be <laughs> baffled. <laughs> for real, I'd be if I saw that, I'd just be. Yeah, because yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it was if they take took it serious as well, because you know, like sometimes the American feature they don't really be taking it when it's yeah. like an, a, a nine UK times out of ten they don't be taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, nine it's times like, out. Yeah, what? it's like Rick Ross on um that KSI you You could tell he wasn't taking it too seriously. Bro, crept the corners. Yeah, crept the corners album Long Way Home. I think it was who was it? It was the YG or someone that had a verse and it was just like. This is hell. <laughs> like, this is hell, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't even do anything. You yeah, just yeah. showed up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was for a long time. I feel like Americans didn't really rate the UK it. feature. Mm. Yeah. But then, which is why, I guess why you kind of, ha- I personally kind of rate Stormzy because Stormzy had a feature with Jay and he told Jay like, no, this ain't the right time so, for it. Yeah. I don't know if I rate him for turning him down. No, the reason why I rate, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying I rate him, but the reason why I rate him is because he knows if it didn't come out right, mm. we'll be talking about this song Jay, just right. just done. Jay just showed up for the There's also that you security I mean? that he knows he can probably call up Jay for a verse at any Which point. is ridiculous. When yeah, that's, that's mad. Yeah. That's mad. But yeah, Jay on that, um, what, what, um, take me back to London, is it? 
that's what he was going to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh, really? Worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yo, so Stormzy had to tell him, Stormzy had to tell him, like, yo, this ain't it. Yeah. Jay goes, like, yo, you good with releasing this? And then Stormzy essentially went, nah, this ain't it. Yeah. Or something on the lines. I don't think he did Basically. a verse for it, though. I think they wanted him to be on the track or something. I don't know. Hove wanted to be he on the song was, as well. Yeah, yeah Hove wanted to be on the song. Hove goes, it's going to okay. go crazy. That and then Stormzy goes to him, this ain't it. This ain't it. Okay. That definitely ain't it. That would have been awful. <laughs> Which he's right. That's what I'm saying. So you've got to rate yeah, that yeah, move because yeah. he knows it would have come back from like or something. Yeah. Then we're not doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, he would have still been able to collab with him at any point and just make it harder and eradicate whatever nonsense would have come before. Anyway, guys. Let's move on to the uh, second topic of today. So what we want to do now is essentially have a good old chinwag about this phenomenon or past phenomenon that we like chin to call. Wag. What's wrong with chinwag? Nothing. Chin- it's just I just weren't expecting that word. Chinwag. Yeah, good. Uh, That's why I said it. All right, cool. There you go. So we're going to have a chinwag about this thing that we call backpack rap. Now, for those that don't know what backpack rap is, I'm going to refer to our good friends, the Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. for the definition. So they define backpack rap as rap that isn't mainstream. Backpack rappers are underground, non-mainstream hip-hop artists. The backpack came from the fact that they used to carry backpacks to hold their rhymes and anything else that they chose to carry. Mm-hmm. And to expand that a little bit more, whatever was in those backpacks would have been like, I don't know, like really old school like rap records or maybe like weird soul songs where you might chop it up and you know sample it and stuff so you know there's that element of it as well so towards like i want to say mid to late 90s this kind of i suppose revolution uh was happening where there was already a split between like what mainstream was and what underground was and with the underground it kind of became personalized by this phenomenon known as backpack rap um rappers who essentially were holding on to the core values of hip hop, as it were, meaning the lyricism and everything like that. And it became very, very popular and it spawned a lot of like legendary MCs. Um, and a lot of leg- legendary MCs were on their bag with this movement. So now that we've got that definition kind of mu- pretty much established, like we kind of just want to explore essentially what it is, um, where it's gone, how it's developed, and where it is in 2021, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, it's been like over a decade now, mm-hmm. not two decades, sorry. Yeah. Um, of backpack really being in the rap consciousness. Mm. So, guys, like, how do we feel about backpack rap? Boy. Boy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one, man. Because now, it's not as prevalent, I think, because whereas, you know, you had the, the trap thing, um, like, literally right now, it's not as prevalent as it was maybe like 10, 10 years ago mm. when you had um, you had like uh, Joey Badass mm. and um, there, was a f- there was a few groups few super groups that were coming out around um, the mid mid 2000s um, in, in doing that sound in mm, that pocket mm, mm. even just going back a bit before that Matt Miller um, Matt Miller yeah when he was coming out there was a lot of that in, in America. Like Charles Hamilton, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. yeah. People like that, yeah. That sort that sort of vibe. Whereas now, I feel like people on the underground aren't really doing that as much as they were. Yeah, which is interesting. I find it difficult to identify what 
backpack rap is. Like, mm. I don't know how to. Because yeah. if you're underground, are you automatically a backpack rapper? Or does that have, does See, that have to do with do the, you know what I mean? this is where the context? Think, like, this is where I think the definition of it has maybe kind of changed. In the past, when maybe it was like first about backpack rap, mm. that was basically a synonym for underground. Yeah. Whereas now, I don't think all underground artists are backpack rappers. But we all, we we got to establish what backpack rap really is yeah, in the sense yeah. of like what is a backpack rap song like, mm. um, and that's what I kind of struggle with. But I think on my way here, Common, I used to love her. That's like the first song that kind of made me think of the actual definition of being a backpack rapper. Because if you think about what that song is about, he's basically essentially pissed at the direction that rap had taken in like yeah, the yeah, mid yeah. '90s, where you know it was, I guess Gangsta Rap was like the most prevalent type of rap at the time. And the Jiggy era. Huh? And the Jiggy era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, um, Oh, you know, that came later, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so I don't know, man. I, I struggle to, to like, I guess, define it. But if I would, then I might kind of link it to that song. Mm. I think that's ba- the biggest trouble though, isn't it? It's trying to define what it is. I think backpack rap is more of a mentality. Like what you were saying about, you know, taking hip hop back to its roots, about the lyricism, about real you know hip-hop. what it was like. Yeah, what it was yeah. like ra- real hip hop, what it was like in eighty eight, um the the go- the golden age and all that. Yeah. And rappers and soon after fans becoming upset at the direction that hip hop was taking because it was becoming more mainstream, because it was blowing up, because it was becoming more global. And maybe those elements of hip hop were being neglected in exchange for like gloss and stuff. So that mentality can then go to any kind of real, any kind of music because, you know, Common doesn't sound like Black Star, doesn't sound like, um, you know, dilated peoples, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, although they kind of do, but they kind of don't. So it's more or less like, I feel like anyway, a mentality to where we're trying to take hip hop back to where it was Mm. sort of thing. And that then just umbrellas itself to loads of different types of sounds, I'd say. Even though the sounds are still kind of like, kind of like jazzy, kind of soul sample mm. boom bappy sort of stuff. So there's definitely a common theme, but mm. I think the mentality overrides that generally. But is that common theme because those artists were doing the rap over that production? And then I guess anybody else that was kind of from that cloth would do that as well. So then we kind of just placed that all together. on you know, the backpack rap yeah. star kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Fisher Price, yeah? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so, because the type of music that they were influenced by was the real hip hop that they claim was was um, getting lost. Yeah. So naturally you're gonna do those sort of stuff. Like, mm. you know, if we think of like the Black Star album, that's very much like boom bappy, you know, kind of soul sample sort of stuff. And that's very much reminiscent of what was going on couple of years before mm-hmm. and in the, in the like the new golden era of like hip hop which like the early 90s to like the mid 90s or the late 90s so they're already influenced by that and that in a sense as that became less popular in the mainstream sense it kind of took on a new life with this new generation of MCs yeah. that would then take the mantle and incorporate this real hip hop element to it mm-hmm. sort of thing um, is it more the fans or the artists themselves it was the artists to begin with it was definitely the artists to begin with mm-hmm. like even Nas, hip hop is dead. And he's not a backpack rapper, but you know, it's a mentality that has stood the test of time in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I think the fans aren't necessarily going to, I feel like the rappers are just acting on what, whatever the fans are feeling. But I do feel like with backpack rap, 
the rappers started that mentality because they saw where it was going and they saw and what they where they saw it was going I don't they obviously didn't like it mm. so they carry this mantle now of like yo we are going to be the saviors because mm. it's essentially what they thought they were they <laughs> thought they were the saviors of hip hop they yeah. thought they were going to maintain the foundation and stuff yeah. like that so yeah I think the rappers started it for sure mm. for sure because um, then they just rap about it in their lyrics like and they still do in a sense like yeah. I was listening to I think it was a couple years ago I was listening to don't ask me why but I was listening to a new Digging in the Crates crew album mm. and Lord Finesse is still talking about we don't do that mm. mumble rap trap yeah. stuff here yeah. so there's still elements of that yeah I, I don't know man it's I still, still don't know how to define it mm. Mm. do you get what I'm saying yeah, yeah also it's just so hard to yeah it's just to me it's just so hard to define yeah like the soundscape of it yeah do you just define it by the soundscape because is it like because you, you could say to me my first thoughts are like boom back Mm. boom bap kind of drums traditional kind of drums mm. but it's more than that I think it's that and it, it's possibly how you approach your rhymes because like a lot of boom bap rappers are humble and it's not yeah it's very much about being a humble MC um, and it's not as you said it's not flashy so like there's a few you know points there that a backpack quote unquote um, rapper embodies yeah like anti-materialism anti-commercialization yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah anti the um, shiny suits yeah just like the anti, real yeah just, just anti very pure a pure yeah, a purist pure yeah yeah, purist yeah, 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 yeah yeah earthy kind of <laughs> yeah kind of that's like your do you know what i'm saying yeah, as you yeah. said the starter kit but you know what though like somebody like rock marciano like he um he's very focused he's not he's underground is he but why not mentality yeah. I mean I haven't, listened to, I haven't listened to Rock Marciano but has he ever said real hip hop has he ever said you know anything that might suggest he's not happy with what's going on in hip hop mm. no there you go I think that might be the defining the defining factor with a lot of these backpack rappers but at least at the early generation anyway but say even if he did even if he done all of that are we gonna put Rock Marciano and Say Joey Vardas both under back. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Does the content but, matter? But why not though? That's because what I'm asking. Does content matter in terms of what you're rapping about, yeah. or is it just a case of if you're if you're anti-mainstream, you might be seen as a backpack rapper? Yeah, maybe. What's the percentage? Does content yeah. matter? If it does, how much percentage? If it is it a case where you're just anti-industry, industry, yeah. and then you'll become? Do you get I what think I'm it's answer? just being loyal to the main components of hip hop, yeah. which is a great beat, great bars, mm. and sticking to that I the think authenticity of what it is yeah sticking yeah. to that and Even having like you carry yourself yeah um, having like a, a level of elitism with how you view people that don't do oh, like it, yeah. good beats and, and good like lyrical ability yeah I think maybe yeah. that's what it is and I just the home the, the focus on like rhymes who's who would you say is like a backside of crap who would you say is like a backpack rapper today I've got a couple that's bare I've got a couple. Just let us in the last. Come out in the last like five years. I've got a few. Um, I think, whether we like it or not, Drake comes from that. Yeah. Drake. Drake's from that ilk. He was influenced by yeah. Fonte and yeah, Little yeah, Brother, yeah, and you, they are backpack else. rappers. Yeah. So you class Drake as a backpack rapper? He's from that. I don't know if he is today, but he's from that. He bars like one. Uh, Droog. I'd say Droog is a backpack rapper. Who? Droog. Your old Droog. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'd say. Um. And I think with 
with backpack rap, yeah, I feel like there's different stages. I feel like in the beginning, it might have been more so what you stood for. And then I think as it became more established and more, there were new generations of backpack rappers coming out, it was more so the sound and the content maybe a bit more. Not to say that the first generation didn't have content, because of course they did. But I feel like when they were establishing what backpack rap was, it was more so the mentality. Like, this is why we are anti this, or this is why we're, for, we're pro this sort of thing. And then the content and the music itself came into play a little bit later on, even though they were still dropping great projects and stuff. I think now in 2021, you can still carry that mentality of like being a backpack rapper by way of your content and your music. You might not necessarily stand for what it originally stand for, but I think backpack rappers kind of evolved to where it's not really anti anything anymore. Mm. It's more so just like a mentality in a sense of like, this is how I want to present myself, my content, my music, rather than a fuck this or fuck the trap, fuck the mumble rap sort of shit. But it depends on how that's presented as well. Because for example, someone like a Common or a Talib Kweli who rhyme very well, just because they're not saying, you know, fuck mumble rappers, does that mean they're less anti? Because them display them creating the music that they are, in itself could be anti as well. Yeah, for sure. There's different. There's definitely different ways of showing your antiness. It doesn't always have to be a fuck mumbled rap this mm. or bring real hip hop back. Mm. It's more so like you can obviously tell. You you can obviously tell. Like someone like like a Quali or Common, like you can kind of tell that. Like maybe not Common so much, but Quali you can definitely tell. Like he only really wants to hear certain shit 100% you know what I'm saying you say that but he's like ventured out he's got songs with Whack a Flock this was gonna be but this was gonna be but this was gonna this was gonna be one of my points though this original generation of backpack rappers have branched out like Common did Electric Circus Kuali collabed with Whack a Flocker which is a wild thing to say and a bunch of other things so they've realised that backpack rap or underground rap or whatever you wanna call it has a ceiling or had a ceiling back then. Mm-hmm. You had to branch out just to show, well, A, to make money and just show like, a different side to you because mm-hmm. no one was really trying to listen to you. You weren't really trying to, well, not anyone in a mainstream sense anyway, and your audience is gonna be, is gonna be core. It's also gonna be kind of niche mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into it um, in that respect. But I, I agree, I don't think you necessarily have to say you're anti to be anti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like Kendrick is someone that pulls from that that, that kind of lane as well. I feel like he's... You come from that. Yeah, he's very creative, but that's like the the essence of being a backpack rapper are in Kendrick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if I'm comfortable calling him that, but I'm he definitely pulls from that. You got me? Yeah. Yeah. But you can take a pulse from something and not be it. Yeah. You get influence from something mm. and not... Mm. Not be it or you've been it. Yeah. So... Mm. I feel like, yeah, Kendrick, J. Cole, there's quite a lot of people that were it. Drake, we say as well. Mm. But they evolved. Yeah. So they evolved out of it and, and because they then go into the mainstream. Mm. But there's so many different, like after that, they're replaced. Mm. So it, it just, it carries on, which is... which is um, Yeah, I don't think Backpack will ever go anywhere. And to yeah. that point, to that but point, I now feel like, I now feel like anyone who's underground is essentially a Backpack rapper until they make that transition. Yeah, I think, basically. yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's which like, is wild to me though. The term kind of, the lines are blurred with the term mm. and it, it doesn't feel right because it's like, it's just, the word is underground. Yeah. I think I think it does have, have, have an element of um, the type of MC they are. Yeah. So like a gangster rapper that is underground, 
is in the is in the backpack rapper. Why can't they be? Because he's 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 he you could, street dude. But you yeah, but you could still be lyrical a lyrical gangster rapper. No, I agree with you, but that's yeah. I'm just not confident. I don't I think everybody yeah. under mm. um, I wouldn't yeah. I don't want everyone under that umbrella, do you get what I mean? I'm yeah. just being so it's just like we still gotta separate our people. Yeah. You're not everyone can't be under one umbrella, yeah. It's not fair, bruv, just cause someone is still trying to But why do we need boxes though? And I find this to what, be why do we need boxes? Just generally, yeah. yeah. I feel like we it's just all hip hop, right? Why do we need boxes? It's just life to win. It's, easy, it's, easy, yeah, it's just and, easy to And it makes it easier for us to compare people. It's easy for yeah, it's yeah. easy for people who are looking outside, or who are outside looking in to understand, okay, this is what I want to check out, this yeah. is what I don't want to check out. So I might want to check out um trap. I might not want to check out this backpack rap yeah. here or you know, this political rap here, sort yeah. of thing. Because so you you go to rappers for certain feelings. So it's yeah. the same way you categorize your rappers in your head. We just do it, everyone does it do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you might go to someone for a certain feeling, and you but a lot of the rappers I go to all have similar elements, though. Mm. I like listening to wordsmiths. That's just yeah, yeah. that's just what I like, whether they're talking about crud or not. Yeah, just yeah. the ability to put words together well. Mm. Um, so with with sa- with saying that, I don't see why a gangster rapper couldn't be in, though, the, in the backpack category. Question though, Pete. Yeah, you think about someone like Blue. Yeah, and you think about someone like who's an underground mm. gangster rapper. Um, that you would know. Um, I think Rock Marciano's underground. But let's let's pick someone else. Okay, um, cool. No, he's perfect. All right, cool. Perfect. All right, cool. You look at Blue, you look at Rock Marciano. Who in your mind is more of a backpack rapper? Blue, but that's because of the content. There you go. It's definitely, it's definitely the con- I think nowadays it's definitely the content. Because ah. backpack rap in itself has become something that is topical sort of thing. Yeah. And what do backpack rappers do? They... I mean, obviously they're topical and they talk about shit, but they also like rap to rap a lot as well. So there's that <laughs> element of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Rock does, too, Rock Marciano does too, Blue just does it in a way, maybe he does it more or maybe he just does it in a way that's more more alternative mm-hmm. to what a Rock, Rock Marciano's talking about. And that's another thing as well, like alternative topics, whatever. Alternative to what though? Because um, there isn't like this, um, like there's not like a fucking... Um, list of yeah. things you must talk about to be a rapper. So, alternative to what? Drug rap, gangster rap. Um, but that hasn't always rap. been the mainstream of hip hop, though. Like, mm. I feel like when hip hop first started, essentially it was underground. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And there were gangster rappers that when they first started, they were underground too. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't think the drug talk is automatically a mainstream thing. I think it's just something that developed over time when street men started yeah, yeah, coming yeah, into yeah. the culture. Yeah, it became, yeah, it became you know popular. I mean? it was but just who we really categorise as alternative backpack rappers more often than not aren't talking about that sort of stuff. Mm. Are they? Mm. So there's that element of it as well. Not to say that there should be a division, but there mm. clearly is. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've always said. To me, it's yeah. more category. I can't class my street rappers as a backpack rapper, but... I don't yeah, know. I, I don't use certain terms in it. I don't mm, use mm, alternative and all of that. No, like, no I'm just saying it's yeah, just all yeah, rap yeah, to me. If yeah, like yeah. if I'm gonna recommend someone to you and you're like, yo, you mo, and you're like, um, what sort of rapper are they? Then I'll describe the sort of music they put together. Yeah. But I think I try and stay away from like certain words. Those like, terms, yeah, I kind of stay away from them as well. I kind of just say what they are, mm. like what they kind of speak yeah, about, yeah, and yeah, like exactly. the musicality of it. I think that's more important. But th- that term is that term's not going anywhere. Mm, no. um, and yeah, there's always been underground. There's always been backpack rappers. But I think that, yeah, as going back to it, it's very much about 
Like, it's what do you think of? Like, for example, what do you think of when you think of, when you say, when someone says backpack, right? Like, what's your first thought? Um, lyrical. Yeah. And um, either boom bap or um, jazz. Yeah. Or I soul influenced I feel like samples. Dub, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think of. Yeah. And I think that's like the main, that's like the main thing. And I do think going back to when we were talking about the topics, mm. it sounds mad, but I feel like if we we're going to just say they were a backpack rapper, there's kind of is a, a wall of like topics and, and, and things they speak about. Mm. Like, mm. like you're not going to get a, a, like a blue speaking about Molly. Mm. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like popping a Molly or, 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 or drugs or, it's just re- it really is like a type of sound in a, a certain way they approach it lyrically mm. I think do you think the term itself can hold you back or hold an artist back yeah because because of the subgenres in hip hop mm. you get this division as we were talking about and you get people that play on that division where it's like yeah f- forget all that like um, backpack shit yeah yeah or yeah. like gangster shit or that club shit that's yeah, not real yeah, yeah. Mm. and then you guys are soft or like the guys that are so you get all these different yeah, from different yeah, places yeah, 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 and it, yeah. it's, it's a divide but so it is good to have you could say that okay this is better for it to just have no like no subgenres and to just call it hip hop but then it's different though the subgenres are actually different like in terms of the approach I'd say mm. like because when you put it like that it kind of makes me feel like the labels maybe put these these labels yeah. kind of out there in order to control who and what is distributed to the masses. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, so it kind of feels a lot yeah. more controlled. controlled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because essentially, bars. Yeah. If we're saying, if we just whittle it down to, are, they, are you barring? What's yeah. the key component? Barring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if he's not barring, then... It's not. It's not hard. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, we're um, judging it on like what they're talking about mm. and not what. So you could get a backpack rapper that's barring off, and you can get like a gangster rapper that's barring off. But because we've got the divide, mm. people are saying that guy is not. You know that guy's soft. Mm. That's that's where the problem is. Mm. I think mm. because yeah, and it's like you've got to decide one of the two. You just can't fuck with both. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Bro, I think it's a bit deeper, it's man. Like I feel like there's, there's some there's something sinister at play there, man. If you really deep it, because obviously across like music generally, yeah, there's always divides and putting no, in boxes right. and like, like, hip hop specifically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there isn't really that in any other genre. Do you know really. what I mean? It just like feels that, like that, that that many. Yeah. It's like there's more than ten subgenres. We've just allowed because with R and B and soul music, there's yeah. not that many. Now they're trying to like you know. They've now created trap, soul, um, mm, mm, mm. and like. But I get what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? I but with hip hop specifically, I don't know. It mm. feels like. Yeah, and with yeah. backpack rappers, a lot of the rappers essentially use their music to like uplift and spread positive messages. And that's right at the bottom. And yeah, there's something sinister about that. Yeah, to me. yeah, I, I would agree. I'd I'm agree, trying man. to think. Where's the first? I mean, award shows is the first place that we see it in terms of so many subgenres. Like say you watch the BT Awards and they do rap albums. Yeah, they'll break it down in different rap albums. Not really, not not, so. not not really, because there's not like a Grammy Award for the best gangster rap album. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? Or the best backpack rap album. Do you know what I mean? And it's not really, you don't see it in the mainstream as much as you should. 
But then also that go- comes down to when you're saying who's a backpack rapper. Mm. So is J. Cole a backpack rapper? Not anymore. No, not anymore. Not you not can't anymore. be that big and not and, and still be, be a big Why not? Player. I think you can. Your approach. Is it your mindset and your approach? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, when I listen to... Or is it your soundscape and your... Your delivery. I think so. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's. I think that's what's. Op- I think that's what's up for debate. Like, if you're say, if you're gonna argue that J Cole is a backpack rapper now, then it's probably the content, like the yeah. actual lyrical content, what he talks about, and stuff yeah. like that, which you know is a, is a strong enough case. But if you're gonna argue that he isn't, it might be because of his position now. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's what I do. Because he's oh, bust yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only so many rappers of his ilk that do that to that level. To that yeah, level. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're mainstream. Yeah. So it defeats it. it and defeats you're one of the. Yeah. One out of three at the top, so it's yeah, just like, yeah, can you nah. still be right? Or do you get what I mean? One hundred percent, you can. Like, and that's what I was gonna ask when Kofi spoke about um, evolving. I was gonna say, what does that look like as a backpack back, rapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Is I feel like no matter how far you evolve, you can still kind of be of that ilk because mm, you, you embody know, it. Do you know what I mean? You are that. That's what you. Sp- so it's like unless you, unless you change your topics, like J Cole was speaking about um, the things he was speaking about in the start are the things he's speaking mm. about now. It's not that different. It's not that, yeah, different. It's not that different. To me, it's not yeah. that different. To so me, what has different. changed? Like, the soundscape hasn't really changed. Mm. His position has changed. Mm. But is a backpack rapper someone, is it from within? Or do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it like, uh, is it because... Do you know what? I don't mean to cut you off at yeah, all. No, do you know what it is? When the masses love you, I'm yeah. talking about masses. Yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. still be a backpack rapper? Yeah, man. Because a well, backpack like rapper... I'm not... I'm talking yeah. about... Every one, in, every one in three person loves you. Yeah, because it's just... The it's mindset. a style and... Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's the mindset So who as well? is the biggest backpack, uh, backpack rapper? Ever. Yeah. Who is the biggest one? Yeah, like, say right now. Not ever, just say right now. Drake comes from that, man. Mm. No matter how far, I'm saying still no matter how well. far, no matter the style of music he's making now, yeah, but but he carry, the way but he, the way he bars, the, the way he puts his shit together, yeah. is from that backpack rapper ill. I don't it think is. Drake's a ba- Drake's got a song I, is Spanish, bro. I'm yeah, not about to I was say, gonna say, say Drake's Drake, Drake, Drake probably because of Drake's even his his early stuff, yeah. Mm. But you see, like, like um, think thank me later. Yeah, mm. that's almost like that's you're you're trying to be mainstream here, mm. but yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. approach of it is like kind of like okay, I'm making songs now, mm. and I've kind of left that world a little yeah. bit. But like J Cole, Friday Night Lights, mm. um, the, the warm up, yeah, the, the come up, all of, all of those were like, yo, this is what I, the back, it's the backpack essence, yeah, mm. essentially. Yeah, I, I think there's saying, yeah, yeah, I think there's only a f- maybe a handful of rappers that can carry that spirit on really and truly, co- and have that content wise, topically. And still be a massive success. I think J. Cole is one of them. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa is one of them. Yeah. I don't think Wiz Khalifa is a backpack rapper. I think he um he was underground. Yeah. But I don't think I think because of the, the topics, content. Yeah. The content. Yeah. He kind of he because obviously not completely a backpack rapper because obviously I think if we're putting it down to like being underground and yeah, but I think we have to separate that to the humbleness and the topics. This is me saying it mm. because like Wiz Khalifa was very much about the bravado a little bit more mm. in the start and throughout. Um, and not, I mean, yeah, because he was, because also I think you have to equate the um, weed smokers. 
But that's why I think he might be backpack, backpack. Because even though obviously we, there's mainstream rappers that talk about weed, it's the way he talks about weed. Yeah, Wiz, yeah, yeah. That that's is, a thing. That is different. Th- that's a, that's a uh, uh, um, pun intended. That's a strand <laughs> of, of, of of backpack. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, mm. it's like there's certain things that. Or th- yeah, he has a fan base that would identify. Well, maybe not it's identify him. Yeah, 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 exactly. And who may even equate him to being a backpack rapper because of the, mm. the way he raps and yeah. the, what yeah. he talks about. Yeah. So I'm not mad if they do that because he kind of carries himself as such. Yeah, yeah. Because of just how effortless he is with it, and just how cool he is, and chill he is, and stuff like that. So he kind of carries that physical manifestation of that. Yeah. Um, Matt Miller was one. Yeah. Yeah, Matt it's Miller one for hundred percent. Is that there's something that you can just kind of tell? It's how they approach it. Mm. They're not approaching it from like a mainstream. They're not trying to be a superstar, basically. Mm. And you can see their fan base as well. Yeah, mm. it's just they, if they got like a core. Would you say you're a backpack rapper? Um, half. Okay. Half because I've made like songs. Mm. Uh, but like my core is that I'd say. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Mm. It's a great it's question. Tough, yeah, it's a tough one to kind of like try and pin down because like, even if your core remains that, yeah, it's kind of like you can still continue to evolve and that remain your core. Mm. But does that mean you are or you aren't? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it's like cool. How much of the backpack are you doing in your new shit? If everything you do, yeah. like. You can continue to make music that is very lyric driven, yeah. um, quote unquote, real hip hop beat driven as well. Yeah. But you can st- the, the sound can become a bit bigger, yeah, a tad yeah. glossier. But if the core is, of that is still like what you started with, then do you ever stop being a backpack rapper just because your sound becomes bigger? That's a, that's, that's a good, good question. I, I feel like. Yes and no. Yeah. Like, yes yeah. because obviously you carry that mentality still and you know as long as you as long as you carry that mentality you're still going to carry that aura no because once you're experimenting with what made you start experimenting away from what made what got you to a certain place yeah it might be seen as a yeah. as a softening or mm. a compromise or whatever yeah. which goes against what being a backpack rapper is yeah. so it's a tough position to be in and I feel like back in the day when that first generation were trying to do that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. like Common making Electric Circus and blah, 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 blah. They were but I wouldn't even it. say that's the first generation because I feel like groups like um, The Far Side, yeah, Souls and Mischief, I feel like it may have started, not started, but they continued with what um, Tribe, De La Soul were doing. Yeah. There's but, roots did, but, in the term, but the term just wasn't in yet. Yeah, because that, at the time, hip hop was hip hop. Yeah. And then 90s went around and it became more, the lines became way more and more clear. Yeah, and then there was a breakaway. Beats. Yeah, And you had, you kind of had the, the gangster rap with mm. the sort of backpack rap. Alongside, if that's so it's going hand in hand together. Yeah, because yeah, 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 you, yeah. you had De La Soul there with Mob Deep. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, and you had loads of people like that, loads of people in that soundscape. And then you had um, that as well. So, that's where it was kind of apparent mm. from then. But I feel like you'd probably call De La Soul backpack, backpack rappers and you probably wouldn't call 
um, Mob Deep that I'd probably call them backpack rap. Well, Mob Deep? No, nah, no. Nah, oh, Dela. Dela, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now you would. I feel yeah. like back then, they were just rappers. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was something different. And I suppose back then it fun. wasn't. More fun. Yeah, right? and it, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't as like territorial over yeah. there. Like everything could coexist with each other. Yeah. Whereas in the 90s when, you know, everybody came out, who came out, who was preaching this backpack rap shit, the lines were already drawn and they had to fight the corner of their line by saying shit like what they were saying about real hip hop yeah. and stuff like that. So that's where the, the the definition becomes more established. Yeah. So I'd, I'd sooner call those guys backpack rappers because they actually live by it as it, as, as, it was, as it developed than calling like a tribe or a Dela, even though they might have started it subconsciously. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call them backpack rappers because it just wasn't the time for that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, because yeah. of the landscape and hip hop. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know? What I think it is. Do you know? Do you know? What I think it. I just had a thought about what it, it kind of is in 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 a nutshell. Kind of, it's like the dudes in the hood that aren't hood. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That ta- yeah, like square, not squares, but just they don't want to do road. Yeah, yeah. But like they will be seen uh-huh. as that guy that does road. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, 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 mm. Whereas some some rappers want to be seen as that guy mm. that does road. But then yeah, there is other people that are okay with just not being seen as that. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what, in a way, back, backpack rap yeah. kind of embodies. Mm. It's like most of the guys were like, they, they're in the hood, they're in Queens, they're in, do you know what I'm saying? They're in these places. Participating mm. like, in that. In that, like, they're living life their way. Mm. They're straight to, they stay true to themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the ones that don't, still manage to sell which is weird yeah yeah because they're selling the dream of what yeah. people want to listen to people want to hear or it's, it's almost like yeah because it's like people like the danger mm. because it's like it's like a film isn't it it's mm. like a violent film it's interesting mm. yeah or like yeah it's like hip-hop that is um more more gangster orientated is like um interesting yeah yeah yeah, meanwhile, like Blue rapping about, I don't know, getting out of bed and getting an orange juice, even though he's doing it lyrically, mm. it's not as entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It's not. And that is a pure, that is backpack rap. That just chatting about is. your regular life. Yeah, you that's know what, what it is. Um, and, and I think that a lot of um, mainstream acts are doing that. Not a lot, but like your, you see, if you say, if we, because if we equate that to backpack rap and we say it's like talking about your regular life, a lot of rappers are doing that. But is it like, are you doing it in a humble way? Because for example, yeah. like Drake is never oh, humble in his yeah, yeah, Like yeah. he t- talks about his life and he talks about how he's with the girl that he, he was with, with, with the girl that he's ex and the girl that he's with right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like both, both, both full in his, in his rhymes. But is it like, okay, you talk about your life, but are you humble? I think there's a lot of that in there. It's like, I'm but, regular. But to argue that though, like with some backpack rappers, yeah, when they're talking about their lyrical prowess, yeah, there's no humbleness there. Yeah, when Do you know what I mean? That, when it goes yeah, to yeah, that, yeah. it's very boastful. Yeah, and I think that. I think that. Do you feel that's different though? When you're when you're boasting about your pen compared to your boasting about your life. Yeah, yeah, it's, so. it is yeah. the difference, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Like, because that's always that's always been a theme within exactly. hip hop, and you're and you're rapping as well. Mm. When they when they're talking, they're talking to other rappers. Yeah, you, not everyone can talk money, but in the day, if we're two people that put your stuff on a pen, mm. we could both, I guess, argue yeah. how good we both are. Who's, yeah, yeah, because mm. 
battling is essentially hip hop, uh, uh, core hip hop. It's the mm. spirit of hip hop. That's something that is like the foundations of it. That's mm. arguably in its purest form yeah. right now, anyway, to yeah. a certain extent. Hundred. Mm. So I think that the bothfulness of your skill mm. is something that is is um, backpacked. But I think boasting on your you know your finances or mm. your, um, your how much girls you get, even if done in a lyrical way. I think it's 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 different. It's a it's yeah. different. I think yeah. it's di- mm. it's not backpack. I think mm. it might be. I think it's yeah. As as Kofi said, I think it's just way more humble when it comes to um, backpack rap. So content matters in terms of backpack rappers. Hundred percent, it does. Yeah. 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 That's all I have. I've that's all it's ever been to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. I more look at your content than I look at. Yeah, um, I mean, more often than not, it's gonna be like rapping about your life, your lyrical prowess. Yeah. You might be conscious. Um, yeah. You know, you might be politically aware and stuff like that. So mm. that's more or less it. At least that's what like Backstar, Common, them man were doing anyway. Mm. At least eighty nine percent, eighty to ninety percent of their content is like that. Mm. Mm. I, I've never listened to this guy. Is Russ considered a backpack rapper? Who? Russ. 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 He's got but I've never listened. I've never listened, I've never listened to Russ. I've never listened to him. Hard, yeah, I've never listened to Russ. But, but he, always looking at him, also approaches something because well. he went by himself. Independent. Yeah. DIY and that. So he would be. I don't know. I have to listen to his content. Because I've never listened to him, but... I've listened to um, a song that he had with um, Black Thought and Benny the Butcher. Um, and he was actually rapping really good on it. Um, I don't know if I'm comfortable putting him in that. I know. In that, yeah, do you know what I mean? There's something else to him that I just can't put my finger on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fun fact, though. Rawkers Records was founded by the son of Rupert Murdoch. I swear. What? Joking. Found that out. My research for the this. Irony. For this topic. This, <laughs> this the is what, irony. This is what I mean. So I mean, looking a little shaky in 2021. <laughs> like it's not like he didn't have money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like his dad owns like half of the flipping media in the world. You know what I'm saying? His dad is the world. His dad is the his dad is the media. You know what I'm saying? So wow. Uh, so little shaky. That's a bit mad. It, 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 that that is Damn. normally the scene. Do you know what I'm saying? And Raucous is like the linchpin of like what backpack rap was. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because I think about Lyricist Lounge Volumes 1, 2. There you go. Do you know what I mean? There you go. LP, every artist that was signed to that label. Feral Munch, all them man. All them man, yeah. The things they're talking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the owner is basically epitomizes most of the stuff that they're... That they're they're rallying against. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So how do we how do we feel like it's aged? Because I feel like having established that J Cole kind of carries that spirit and now he's mainstream. Yeah. Can we then say that backpack rap, as far as like the whole package in terms of the content, in terms of the mentality, has it aged well? One hundred percent. It's um it's a part of the nucleus of hip hop, so it can never die. Mm. It will never not age well. It won't. The ability to talk about. Um, truthfully talk about your experiences in a skillful way yeah. will never age badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at least for me, because that's, that's no, what I... No, I agree. It's always going to be around. It's always going to be appreciated. Yeah, it's always going to be needed. Yeah, mm. I agree. You're always going to need something to kind of act what's in front of us. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And I, that's how I kind of... Yeah, in that respect, I, I, I believe so. I think in terms of the mentality, as far as like being anti-commercialist, anti-mainstream, that shit, that hasn't aged well. I yeah, no, the, yeah, 100%. Because well, a lot of that just nowadays anyway at least when I listen to it now it just comes across very very preachy mm-hmm. comes across very very self-righteous and butthurt really and truly yeah. um, so that hasn't aged well but the fact that the, we're still talking about it yeah it's made an impact and it, it's but still. I feel like that attitude inspires some really good music 
because going from someone like myself going from like really enjoying like you know the shiny suit era where you know bad boy and puff daddy were like making big and loud music mm. and then having the opportunity to go to that as well yeah. it kind of was it was nice to be able to just pull from loads of different pockets within hip-hop so i, I appreciate that man because when i need a break from hearing about you know you know baguettes and bezels and yeah. all this all this stuff that i need and haven't been you, yeah. fortunate enough to see yeah. do you know what i mean i can go to <laughs> you ain't seen baguettes <laughs> bezels <laughs> 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 um, I can then go to you know someone like you know Mo Steph and hear some uplifting music in that mm. I think with that though that that's fine and I think as I said in the beginning I feel like a lot of the music is still incredible it's still great I think when you're saying to me this is the real hip hop ignore that other shit mm. that comes that hasn't aged well like yeah. that is that is preachy that is self-righteous that's wrong yeah, yeah, you can't tell me what because it's not up to you. It's not up to you to say what's real hip hop. But Pierre is self righteous, <laughs> which is why he agrees with that. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I'm not mad at that yeah, because I'm not. I'm not mad at that, man. Because I feel like there's still there's still like I guess not not gatekeepers, but those like torchbearers within the culture that still need to speak to that. Still need to speak to that thing within hip hop that in the mainstream has become lost. Mm. So I'm not necessarily mad at like certain men coming out and saying that's not, you're listening to that substanceless music and I'm not mad at that. I think yeah. we need that. That's your yeah. mentality though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's probably, yeah, just my mentality. Yeah, that's fine, mentality. But I, think, someone, I, I for, think we need that. Man. Yeah, for someone like me that enjoys all hip hop, like mm. me being told, well, this that's is why real. this is better than that shit mm. doesn't sit well with me. It's mm. not better, man. Yeah, because, man. yeah, because in a way, the people that are doing what they say is the new, new school or whatever, someone like the old school they 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 before them or the people before them would say that what they're doing is wrong. yeah it's a never yeah, ending exactly. game it's so a never it's ending always, game man. it's always like that so yeah. it's like yeah it's, it's, it's it, it evolves and it just evolves differently obviously we'll always have that as we said have mm. that spirit of um you know someone telling their story in a dope way but um, it evolves, isn't it? Mm. So like the trap thing. It's a young man's game. It's yeah. like being and the old nigga in the club. Yeah, yeah. it's an age thing. We're getting too old now to dictate what is what is the who thing. Are, yeah, who and I wouldn't to want to. I think new, it's about balance as well. Yeah, yeah, like we, no, but I'm just saying we're at age now where we can't dictate what the kids are listening to. Yeah. So I why can, I, can sh- I can shit on it though? You can 100. Yeah. percent you do. But they're not gonna listen. So you, it's essentially yeah. you just shout it for no reason. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to my contemporaries, my age mates. You know what I mean? So okay. I can I can shit on it, and I don't mm. think there's anything wrong with me shitting on it. Mm. Have you listened to it? Of course. It okay. is mad though, man. I can't. I, I, I'll no, you say. Can't. Yeah, I'll say for myself. Like speaking to my my, my nephew, who's like who's thirteen. Mm. These guys, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're in a different place. Yeah. But it, are they though, or is it just it is what it is now? Like I'll play him something, and he'll be like, nah. Like it'll be like, it'll be like a most death or something, and he won't get. To be fair, some of them he gets. But it's like that's so far now. Yeah, man. Like that's really moot. It's it's it's. But, mm. but that's why like, I feel I, like you know someone like myself. Yeah. And like shitting on certain types of music or just speaking more about the stuff that I enjoy yeah. is important because it shouldn't be that far. It, it should all be a balance. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when it gets to the point where that style of music is far, yeah, something's not. Do you know what I mean? It's just not quite right for me. It, it isn't. It isn't. Man. At it the same time though. It, no, we're just I, I mean, at the same time though, like. 13 is still quite young. Of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if they get to our age and they still only exclusively listen to like trap or drill or whatever, 
then you might have more of a case to say, well, you know, there's no real balance. But what do you mean, like years later? Yeah, years later. Nah, because you can't. Let me put it this way. Grow, let me put it this way. It's like us not listening. It's like us not listening. But they might also grow and want to go back. Do you get what I mean? To them. We do, we 100 appreciate it, yeah, but yeah, how often yeah. did you go back to the 80s? Every, quite, mm, well, I, 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 everyone's it, different. Not as much I anymore, but I used to. What, hip-hop or other genres? Hip-hop. I'm saying hip-hop specifically. Um, I've sports just sports. now started not like much. revisiting Big Daddy Kane and Rakim. But we're heads, and that's bro. the only reason I'm doing that. We're no, we're heads. I'm just saying in general, it's like, we can't expect to like take these guys appreciate what? Cause it's like, yo, these men are born in 2000s. Yeah, yeah. You say that, but Nas was 19 when he made Illmatic. You ain't gonna tell me that, bro. Age can't always be an excuse. He was listening to the reason why he yeah, got to do you know why? the reason he why he got to, in that era. the reason why he so he was what, nineteen when he made Illmatic. Yeah, but he was bro, a, do you cool, get what I'm saying, though? cool. But um, Ke- Drake, Drake is yeah. still lyrical, even though his music is very accessible. Mm. There's still Cole. There's still um, Kendrick. Them man are the four. They are age, bro. I'm talking about twenty-two year olds, twenty-one year olds. That's my point. Mm. If we're going to the 18, 19, 20 who essentially have the future in their palms, yeah. These men ain't going back to. And it's just we need to be realistic about it. Drake. It depends on the yeah. type of fan. The they're going to Drake, but that's fine. It depends like, on the type of fan they are. First of all, yeah. Yeah. if they're a casual fan, then yeah. Yeah. But if they're someone who is a head and actually wants to know where this shit came from, of course they're gonna go back. Yeah, because like, yeah. really me, like what two thousand and I was in school like two thousand and and and, and two two thousand three. Mm. I went back to the eighties, so that's what twenty years. Mm. So like twenty years. For these man, is like two thousand. That's not wild. Because who was prominent in the two thousands? Young, young twins. What two thousands? Yeah, fifty. Fifty. Jay was still Jay, doing his ja, thing. Jarul, ja Nas. So like they're gonna evolve off that. Mm. So which that can be like. Bro, I'll be honest with you. I think that's even a stretch. It might and be. A, the reason be why I think a it's a stretch because yeah. I watch the so same. I watch the NBA. Yeah, so yeah. say the draft every year. Yeah, they specifically ask these guys two thousands questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, everyone that's getting drafted, if they say who's your goal, they are naming Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, they're not naming yeah. the people we grew up with. Yeah. That's not naming point. them. Yeah, so yeah, how yeah. can we expect? I think the time frame has gotten shorter. Yeah, so it's a lot like, of these youngsters. Yeah, we don't. We can't expect these guys to. So maybe twenty tens. So like Drake. Yeah, that's my yeah, point. Twenty tens are what these lot. Wayne maybe. Wayne, yeah, Wayne's yeah, a big Wayne. one. Wayne's yeah. a big Fug. one. Fug's a big one. Yeah. Future. Yeah, these we, guys. We can't expect these lot to go back to for what, unfortunately to nineties to early nineties. We 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 kind of didn't even really like even though like I'm ninety two. Yeah, so like, we didn't really experience it. Wasn't, that wasn't it. Our, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just had to go back and do double take. Yeah, because yeah. and and to be fair, in that it, we were more like fifty. Mm. 50 and that, that Ludo, that's what I'm saying. Nelly, oh, 50, ja Rule. Nelly. Yeah, that was more our era. Eminem, yeah. yeah, that's we're, M, 2000s. Yeah. we're early 2000s. M, M, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's who you're seeing. But then why did we go back then? What Just, made us go back? Because of the music we had. Because we wanted. And we're, we're hip hop heads. Yeah. We're hip hop. Well, we're hip, we're hip hop heads and we want to know where this shit came from. Yeah. More. So you mean to tell me there aren't other kids that there are, like the same? I'm just saying, do the, same? the vast majority of music there could be. Is, I mean, yeah, it's rare to it's rare for uh, loads of people. Uh, like most people aren't hip hop heads. Mm. I think. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Gen- generally, most people are just casual listeners. Yeah, mm. I think mm. these men they gonna what? go back and study the 80s and the yeah, early 90s and understand just understand it. We need to. Yeah, we just need to get comfortable in a place where we can comfortably say, "Yo, the future is just in their hands. Wherever they're gonna take it, for better or worse, yeah. they're gonna take it wherever they want to take it. People will and come it's through cyclical. like Cole and Kendrick. Like you always, get, diamonds, you always yeah, get one or two. Like yeah. now, you got like now you can see we've got Cole, Kendrick, 
and there'll be more every generation there'll be people that have that spirit always mm. will, it probably won't be in the mainstream but they will always be there mm. but there, needs, there might need to be a little bit more of them as well for people to who are growing up on them might want to go back to mm. like obviously we've got Cold and Kendrick they might need to be maybe a couple more to um, be like more. okay this is another it's getting to the point hip-hop. now where it's like yo who's next who's it's, the next guy it's getting here. to the point now there's a guy I forgot his name but he he kind of has that spirit um, Corday. I was just thinking mm-hmm. I said it yeah, we I was just thinking about YBN. him yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking yeah, about he's, he's, he's like 22, 22. he's special bro yeah. his first album was different mm. he's on that he's on that mm-hmm. he's, he's, yeah. maybe if that's like a new generation of that do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, but yeah. We, he'll be important yeah we but won't see it like how we see Cole do you know what I'm I think that's what I'm struggling with because we was in college school for Cole Yeah, so we were still young we yeah. grew up with Cole. Yeah, and I think I think I struggle with it. I think I struggle with seeing. Do you really? That yeah, I think I struggle. I think um, I do as well. I yeah, I think the core day specifically because it's not, it's not in the fully. It doesn't it's not in the form. Like yeah, it's not in the form in which what melodic, we've experienced. Yeah, so yeah, you know what I mean? Melodic, it's yeah, it's yeah. it don't feel. It feels different. But the yeah. elements are there. The mm. elements are there. Elements are there. For sure, he's just he's just packaged it in a different way. Yeah. Which yeah. really and truly is with the spirit of hip hop being a young man's game. Yeah. They take the old and they make it fresh. Mm. They freshen it up, make mm. it new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can see who the games in all their hands, so they're gonna take we we don't have a say in it, that's what we Yeah. We don't. Hundred percent. I mean we do, like you do, because of what you do as well, because yeah. the music that you're making, you've got a very big say. But I'm saying yeah. in terms of the first thing you wake up and you see YouTube, it's gonna be the ATL kind of they all sound very similar. And that's yeah. why for for me specifically, artists like you and Barney yeah. and Lawyer were very important, man. Yeah, because you're yeah, carrying yeah. on that torch, and I think like we in need UK, that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially in the UK, where a lot of the artists, the prevalent artists, follow a lot of the US. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's still a lot of you lot that keep it, and I'm gonna say pure, but pure in it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's important, man. Regardless of what people think, I I think that's important. That was dope. That was a dope conversation. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Well, we're not finished yet. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, guys, let's move on to the final topic of today, the fun topic. So we're basically gonna take it in turns and name one album that we would have loved to have been in the studio sessions for and why. Um, pretty self-explanatory. A lot of dope albums out there that when you listen to it, you kind of imagine, Rob, what was that like to record? Yeah. I wish I'd have been there. Mm. Well, now we're gonna do fantasy <laughs> and decide for ourselves. So I'm gonna start with you, Mohammed. Okay, so the one I'm going with is my favorite album from my favorite artist. I'm going with the Black Album, Jay Z. Mm. The reason why is just because obviously the hype was around him retiring, around him being that's all, and some of the classic songs that come off the back of that, or the moments, or yeah, just the production as well, the the producers he got with and everything. Mm. If I was a fly on that wall, mm. wait, mm. the stories that you come out with as well. We've yeah. seen some sessions from that. That's though. what I'm saying. No, yeah, we've yeah. seen yeah. the, the one with Timbo when he gets up. And then yeah. Yeah. Timbo played oh. in, what did he, ah, uh, was it now? Well. It might have been Dirt Off Your Shoulders. It was Dirt Off Your Shoulders, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and then he played like three beats for Jay-Z because I was yeah. doing it before I'd done yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jay-Z was sitting down for all of them beats. One of them beats went to Luda. Yeah. Ludacris, yeah. yeah. And then he heard thing, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, and then you just see Jay-Z get up and he just yeah, starts yeah, crunching yeah. his face like, it's yeah, different. Like yeah, and yeah. Timbo's just looking at him like, yeah, I know I got one. I know, I know. <laughs> at the bare minimum, I got one album on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah, a story yeah. behind it. Supposedly, um, they had to do it. They were trying to rush the thing. Last minute. Yeah, yeah. last minute. And then he yeah. was doing, he done a, uh, gave a verse, came back, gave a verse. To me, the Black Album, yeah. it would be the one I'll take anyway. Yeah. That was yeah, a good pick. Mad. 
Well, I'll go next because that's my pick as well. <laughs> Was oh, it really? for real? Yeah. Mad, the, oh, the Black oh, Album. Be- yeah, because of. I'm so glad I went first this time. It always happens to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised though. I'm surprised you picked Jay. I told you. I told you I'd surprise you. Hey. Well, I'm thinking of it more from a from a moment standpoint to where obviously this is his retirement album, so the energy would have been crazy. Mm. Obviously, working with people like Timberland, Kanye, Pharrell, Ninth Wonder, or everything like that. Mm. Didn't he have one producer for each track or something like that? Uh, I can check now. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, so, I feel like Kanye produced a couple. Yeah. yeah, no, Blaze done a couple, Knife done a couple. But even yeah. just being just being around all that creativity, hearing the beats that weren't used, hearing how Jay like puts his shit down and mm. stuff like that. It just yeah. would have been great for just like seeing being involved in the atmosphere and them supposedly knowing that this was the final one and them giving their all and just, you know, knocking it out the park and just seeing where Jay Z was at mentally as well. Yeah. Mm. Um would have been dope, I feel like. So, yeah, I, I told you I'd surprise you. Good pick. Okay, yeah. Great pick. Good pick. For sure. Pete? Yeah. Um, my pick is Biggie, Life After Death. Um, ah. I think just considering that it was, and he didn't know it at the time, it was going to be his last album, mm. but he was coming back off a break. He had had a car accident. He was dealing with, you know, the whole, the two-pack drama. So, like, just... um. I would have loved to have just seen what his mind state was recording some of those songs um, and just what the process would have been. I've seen pictures of like him with Little C's and, and Bone Fox and Harmony in the studio and that, but I would have just loved to have just watched him record, do you know what I mean, each track and just, um, I guess, had a conversation with him just to see where his mind was at recording it. I just do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. if you listen to the music, man, it kind of... It felt like he was telling everyone, yo, I'm better than all of you. Mm. It kind of felt like he was telling everyone I'm back. Mm-hmm. But it kind of felt like he might have known it might be his last one just because of how put together it was, just how complete every track was and just the overall themes of the album. Mm-hmm. It's a double double disc as well. So I think that would have been dope to like to watch the process for that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's um, a great shot. That process, that's a great yeah. shot. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, man. Dope pick. Yeah. yeah um i'm gonna go with uh college dropout mm. Mm. Kanye. yeah just because the uh that album for me one of my fav- probably my favorite album um from Kanye. just the process of it because obviously he's coming back off off the accident as well um the car accident the car crash um and just the hunger that he would have had mm. um coming out of it and the, the soulfulness in that that album my goodness me um, it would have just been nice to just see because obviously he was on the production as well Yeah, it would have been nice to see how he comes up with the beats the rhymes um, yeah I just think it would have been great to see his, his process man but yeah that album for me special man because mm. yeah the, it, the, the, the topics on there are, are mad deep and obviously he's, he's had the features on there mm. the um the ideas, you know, that like Jesus walks. Yeah, this yeah. is like a classic album, man. Um, and yeah, this would have been sick to see how it all came together. Like yeah, being yeah. being in those sessions, I don't, I don't know how. Even because I, I remember he had some problems with like sampling as well. Mm. Like there was a problem with um, the All Falls Down sample. Mm. He basically couldn't get it um, from Lauren Hill. Um, the, the the label didn't clear it, so he would he had to basically he went all the way to like Lauren Hill's um, house. Mm. To, to, to get it cleared get or something it. like that and he's mad and um yeah just just being there throughout the process yeah. would be mad 
I would have loved to have seen um, Freeway and Most Def in the studio together on, on yeah. two words. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would have been, <laughs> been mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also had at it. Yeah, yeah. What was your, some of your honourable mentions? I had all eyes on me. Tupac. All eyes on me, Tupac. You know, whenever you watch like interviews backstage or whenever he's a studio session, yeah. and you just see the way he works, it's like, mm. yo, whatever he said last, we'll call yeah, that yeah. the song title. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, yo, to see that and just watch that and just be like, crazy. And yeah. another one. That would have been a machine. What? Mm. Well, well oiled machine. Yeah, but it's just the way he talks as well, man. Yeah, just yeah, this guy yeah. was rapping. Um, I got one. I've got um, Tropical Quest's last album. We've got it from here. Thank you for your service. Just for the occasion, man. Um, they're my favorite group of all time, and it just would have been dope to see exactly how they work, how Q-Tip puts his beats together, mm. how Five was feeling, yeah. what Shahid was doing. Um, <laughs> no disrespect. Um, and seeing people like Buster, Kanye come through, Consequence, mm. um, and people like that, and just getting a feel of just how momentous and how celebratory that occasion would have been mm. um, for for them and you know for hip hop in general. So. Great yeah, man, that would have that would have been a great one. Great shout, great one for sure. I've got, I've got quite a few actually. Oh, but yeah. I'll, I'll name two. Um, Fifty Cent, get Richard Die Trying. Oh, I had that as well. Because I, I feel like um, be yeah, going into that, yeah. he was kind of coming back off the um, the mixtape run. Um, mm. You know, being blackballed and yeah. and trying to to to, come, to be put on, um, and I just feel like the aura around him would have been dangerous because he was also coming back from getting shot as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. all of, the, all of that, being blackboard, yeah. being yeah. shot, that was all going into the music. So yeah, I would have loved to have seen... The hunger would have been real. Yeah, oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Can you imagine it? You know what I mean? That would have been dope. Um, and then I've also got Ghostface Supreme Clientele. Just because, like, <laughs> I love Ghostface, man, but <laughs> some of the bars in the album, yeah, I don't know what they mean, innit? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, I just yeah, would yeah. want to understand so like what he was saying. smoking, what, <laughs> what he was what he was sniffing, what he was doing to get to the point where he was penning some of them bars. Yeah. Um and then just picking some of the beats as well. Because I heard that like to record some of that album he um he was in um and he didn't specify where but he was in Africa. So spent a lot of time there and gained a lot of inspiration for some of the songs on there. So I was I would have loved to have just like watched it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um You got any yeah. honorable mentions, bro? Um I have I, off the top of my head, I'd probably say reasonable doubt. Mm. Yeah, just because I, I I know that obviously Jay Z supposedly was he was he was he was selling, um, and you can see <laughs> you, you can you can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear it. Like like on that you can hear it, and you can hear how he he he, he was inspired by that, and he, he brought that to the music with you know like um, the guy that was talking about the Colombians, you know, on I think it was on the intro. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's like his Scarface impersonation, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, got, got annoying after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just, just like that to be obviously Jay Z at that moment was probably in that mm. as he was recording it. Yeah, so yeah, it would have yeah. been sick to just see where he was and like how he if he was gonna like because he was probably at the point at a crossroads. Where yeah, thinking, yeah. Am I gonna carry on with this or am I gonna do? This music thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would have been sick and just yeah. But his process is mad because obviously he comes up with it. He don't write it. Mm. So I would I would have loved to see that and pro and probably my other one is food and liquor. Mm. Mm. Okay, because yeah. like his pen in that like again with the ghost face thing, not yeah. knowing what. Just the other day, I, I caught what he meant on certain songs, yeah, and I was yeah. like, wow, like, <laughs> is that like literally like yo? He was speaking about like there's one song where he's literally speaking about a TV mm. 
and like watching TV. Um, it's called the instrumental. Mm. And he's mm. like, I only clocked it. And he's literally talking about how we consume the media. But he's literally talking about the guy that's just watching TV. It's just mad. <laughs> and he, do you know when something just hits you late? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wow, what, what was your thought process? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Shout out. Yeah, that's mad. I got one more. I got one more as well. I'm 36 Chambers. Mm. Just because that would have been mad. Like, mm. trying to talk to ODB. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, asking, yeah. asking Ghostface. Where did the wallabies come from? <laughs> um, asking Raekwon, can you cook me something? Um, meth, just methin. <laughs> yeah. It would have been great, bro. <laughs> um, I've got one more. Sick. I would have done Jay-Z Kingdom Come. Wow. Would you really? And tell him don't release it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. He threw himself. <laughs> he threw nah, himself. No, made it easy for me. I can't lie. When Pete said, would you really? Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> what I was thinking for. What, what, you give it that is sense, there anything bro. on there? What, what's on? What's on Kingdom? Come? All I remember is lost the one. prelude. Kingdom, wow, I like the I prelude. Show me what you got. So, okay, show me the what title you got. track. What else? And bin the rest. Lost ones. Lost ones is the only one I really. Bin got. that especially. Well, lost ones. What? Chrisette Michelle. Was it Chris Michelle? She sent oh, for Trump, was, was it Chris Michelle? Chris sent Michelle. She sent yeah, for Trump. Yeah, did she sing for Trump? Yeah. Oh, did she yeah. sing for Trump? Yeah, that album yeah throw that whole album All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap up episode 50. So big thank you once again to Kofi Stone for coming true. Big up, man. So thank oh, you very much. Sure. Thank you very much. How can people reach you and get at you, bro? Love, love for having me, man. It's been great. It's been great. Um, Yeah, just get me on all socials. Kofi Stone underscore... That's me on everything, man. Yeah. And we're gonna look out for the EP coming yeah. this year. Yeah, definitely gonna drop drop an EP this year. I'm gonna drop a few singles in the next few months. Mm. Uh, I'm shooting a video. I'm actually shooting three videos in, in oh, the real? weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. April first, first week of April, shooting three videos, and then just gonna gonna drop them. That's the exclusive. Um, yeah, that's boy. Yeah, it should be should be sick. And then after that, gonna try and. There's a few tunes for the EP that we're gonna lay down, and then that should be like towards summer. Dope, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it, bro. Peter Mo, any shout outs you wanna make? Big up Cleo Soul, man. Jeez. Oh, so you can do that every week now? Yeah, I just I love her music, innit? Yeah, nah, she's special. Big up Cleo Soul. I hope you're here listening <laughs> eventually. Mohammed? You know who I'm gonna big up, so there's no point. Who are you big enough? Arsenal. Oh, cool. Um, I don't think I have any uh, shout outs. Um, shout out everybody, man. How about that? Spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. Um, hey. Hey. Um, but yeah, uh, guys, thank you very much for listening. You know, follow us on the socials. You know, Rhymes Dimes Pod. We may or may not have a new Twitter account. I mean, this is going to come out way after. But if we do have a new Twitter account, it's going to be RLD Pod at RLD Pod. So follow that. If you follow already, if you follow the old podcast account, Rhymes Dimes Pod, please follow RLD Pod now. Um, and migrate that follow to the new one. We would very much appreciate it. Um, so uh, Instagram will always be the same, Rams Dimes Pod. And share, follow, review, wherever you get, wherever you get your podcasts. Very much appreciate it. And here's to the next 50. Yeah, man, here's to the next 50. Saying, <laughs> you were just awfully quiet, man. Yeah, I was, I was kind of waiting for something. But man, I celebrated 50 episodes here. Yeah. <laughs> That's it was, crazy. It was, it was a very subdued reaction. Hey, man, we, we thank move. God. <coughs> we we move. thank everyone. We thank yeah, the listeners. And let's get it. For sure. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Take care. Peace.